Greetings, loved ones. Let's take a journey.
Warning, the following podcast features views and opinions that are not representative of the collective views of the Whispers groups. Some of these views may not be suitable for children. Accordingly, the producers and hosts of the Missy AE podcast must insist that no one attempt to take anything that is being said as representative of the views of any of the Whispers groups. Welcome back to another edition of the Missy AE show. Tonight is another of our podcast in a series of us going back and revisiting some of our favorite Big Brother house guests and favorite survivors. Tonight we have Sheila Kennedy. I know everyone is very excited about this to hear from her uh, about her season and that <laughs> crazy cast and uh, what what is probably... I had one fan tell me today, you know, that's probably one of the best seasons they've ever had. So we're going to we're gonna talk about her cast members. A um, couple of them got in a little trouble. We'll talk about that. Um, we'll talk about her gameplay, who she got along with, who she didn't get along with, and if she still keeps up with the show. And if so, what does she think about it now? And also, what's she up to? Because... Uh, when she went on the show, she was a, um, and I don't like saying Uh-oh. I don't like saying ladies' ages, but it was it was published. She was a 45 year old single mom, and a former model, um, from California by way of one of my favorite cities, Memphis, Tennessee, um, and that made Sheila the oldest house guest on Big Brother Nine as nobody else that season was over 30. So did that play a part in how she viewed the game and how she had to play? So we're going we're gonna to talk about all this. She's on here, and we're going to get to her in just a minute. Um, some of our mods are here, Steve and Reggie and Melissa are here. Uh, we've got other people calling. Um, we're just going to have fun with Sheila because... People have been wanting to hear from from Sheila for a long time. They wanted to hear from Rennie. They heard from her last night. And tonight, they get blessed with getting to hear from Sheila. Sheila, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) It's exciting. Let me me, me ask you this. Does my accent sound familiar as being from Memphis? Oh, yeah, I feel like I'm in the hometown now. I feel like I'm with my family. Yeah. And Memphis in May, having barbecue. Oh, my God, yes. When was the last time you ate at Rendezvous? Oh, my God, years ago. Um, I mean, I go back every year. I go back yeah. every year to see my family during the holidays. With COVID, it's been um, it's been a while. It's been a couple of years yeah. because uh, you know we we couldn't travel. So I'm going to try to get home for Thanksgiving this year. So that'll be nice. Yeah. Oh my God, rendezvous is still fantastic. So. Go go get you some of them ribs. They they oh my God they're so good. Well, Jim, and you know I hate you know their service I... their service is service is so good. And it's it's crazy because I mean you you try to describe to people well it's in a little bitty little bitty alley across the street from a big big hotel and they're like yeah they're in a alley yeah they are 
Yeah, and the thing is, so I hate to break it to you, this is like really sad and my family's upset over it, but I'm a pescatarian now. I've been a pescatarian for about oh. four years. Yeah, I don't oh. eat red meat, chicken. I'm I'm a fish girl now in seafood, so I, I had to okay. do it for my diet because I was getting really sick, especially during yeah. like COVID was hit me pretty hard too. I went two years without getting it, thank God, but then it finally hit me. Yeah, and I knew, I've been, yeah. I knew you had some trouble last couple of weeks. Yeah, I I actually have been I've had two vaccines and then I got the booster. But uh, I went to Los Angeles, and I went to a wedding, and I was kind of traveling a bit. I, I live in Palm yeah. Springs now, and it's like a hundred million degrees here right now. It's so hot. But uh, I came back, and I felt really kind of like I was getting a flu. And then I I did, like, a test, and I was positive. So me and Mick Jagger are positive for COVID. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, one of our... Uh, one of our uh, mods that's on here, my producer Steve, he just tested positive a few days ago, but he's still here. Steve, how's oh, your COVID? Uh, I've been lucky. I've been lucky. I only had uh, mild symptoms. My mom actually got it worse, so uh, it's. I'm pretty much today is my last day of quarantine for the most part, but I saw. Okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's the worst part is having to like not leave your house and stuff. I hate that. Yeah, yeah, can't get out and go and do nothing. I mean, that's that prevents a lot of stuff. I mean, prevents work <laughs> yeah. for a lot of people. It prevents work, you know. Oh, I know. Yeah. Speaking of work, I was working from home uh, during COVID. Um, I guess the fans want to know what's going on. And, you know, I was really lucky after I got off Big Brother. I got offered a lot of really good things. So that's what I did. As soon as I got out, I started traveling for this uh, company called Dexy 20. And it's a weight loss pill. And because I was 46, (laughs) 45 going on 46, (laughs) single mom, uh, they they wanted me to travel, and this is before I think I was in full-fledged menopause. I was in perimenopause. Oh I was going through perimenopause with all those kids in the house. And um, <laughs> that was really a great gig for me because I lost, like, 20 pounds. I did Pilates. And, you know, once women get older, it's harder to get the weight off. So uh, I was excited to do that. And so I traveled and did that for a year, and then uh, I got other gigs. And uh, what kind of fell in my lap was some weird stuff. Like, you know, people said, have you ever thought about, after I did Big Brother, I have to tell you, after I did my season and the hell I went through, I said, I can do anything now, okay, because really going into that house as the oldest female, and then Rennie came in after me, which I freaking love Rennie. I'm sorry I missed her on your show the other day. I heard she was fabulous, and I've met Rennie, and I love her. Um, I was the oldest female, so for me, you know, I thought, I'm like their mom, because I had a teenage son, and... James, Crazy James reminded me of my son, you know, everything that he wore, and my son was a skateboarder, and 
he's still skating. He's 31. But um, I basically said, I'm going to do something really out of the box. And I started running marathons after I got out. I did wow. the, uh, yeah, I did the L.A. marathon for charity for uh, APLA, HIV and AIDS. And then I did the following one, the rock and roll. Uh, that was a half marathon in Vegas with the Survivors, uh, Amazing Race. A bunch of those guys were there. Um Louie, you know Louie, I'm sure. Yeah. The cop yeah. from Rhode Island. Him and right. his guy, uh, they ran it as well. It's 13.2, I think, miles, something like that. Uh, but uh, my first one, was the L.A. one, was 26.2. And mm. then I decided, hey, I think I'll go run a marathon again. And I went to Honolulu <laughs> and ran for... Yes, I ran for uh, APLA at the time uh, for HIV and AIDS, and it was really fabulous. It was something that I never thought I would do in my life, and um, yeah. really proud of myself. I don't think I could do that now, you know. <laughs> and it's okay well, that you told my age. I'm sure everybody's like, oh, let's do the numbers now, 14 yeah, years but here, ago. Here's the thing, here's, here's the thing Sheila, and, I, and I've mentioned this before on a lot of podcasts with female people from Survivor or Big Brother. And and I, I do not like the term when somebody says, oh, you look good for your age. I no, know. It's you look You look good. You look good. You look good. How about that? Yeah. Right. How about that? Thank you. Right. Yeah. And it's you like, still what? do. How you am still I do. supposed to look? <laughs> you know? <laughs> But I, I, I have to tell you, uh, for the Big Brother fans, it was probably the hardest thing I ever did in my life because though my son was a teenager, because oh well, she didn't leave a baby behind, and I don't know how oh, they, girls they or can women be go on that. I don't know how they do it. If they're single parents, yeah. that's, it's really a difficult thing. So thank God my son was a teenager, but like he just treated it like the animal house. As soon as I left, my house was a <laughs> You know, him and my ex-fiance were just, you know, ordering yeah. pizza, boozing it up, you know, <laughs> having parties every night. And I was crying every night because I missed him. But I kind of knew he was going to go off the rails if I left him, you know. Yeah. So uh, that was hard because I was so used to telling him for over 17 years, like every time he'd go to bed, I'd kiss him goodnight and say, I love you. I mean, I didn't when he was a teenager, but we'd always say, I love you, before he went to sleep. And uh, that was the hardest thing, I think, leaving him. But I think what a lot of the fans don't know is that there's so much downtime in the house. So there's a lot of boredom uh, through different, you know, waiting for competitions because they have to set them up in the backyard. Um, Yeah, and and there's nothing to do. I mean, what do you? there's nothing to do. Yeah, and so a lot of them wanted to sleep, and I know that Adam and and Ryan were sleeping a lot, and go figure, they ended up being the bromance and going together at the end. But, um, you know, the producers and the people that, they want want the audience and the fans to get the real stuff, so they're like, get up out of the bed and start doing something. You know, start game playing, you know, it's like, uh, start 
start uh, figuring out your alliance and, you know, talk games. And I talked games 24-7. I had never really watched the show before I went on. I had to hmm. watch a few seasons when I was sequestered. So I got to watch Dr. Will's um, season, and I watched, of course, before our season, Evil Dick and Danielle. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is insane. Okay. Yeah. I, I, and you mentioned, I mean, you mentioned Dr. Will. He's one of my favorites. I really liked mm-hmm. watching him. They were they were my favorite too, and I was having dreams about Doctor Will and Evil Dick almost every night. It was like the weirdest dreams too. They weren't always sexual. <laughs> Doctor Will, like I had the weirdest dream about Doctor Will. Well, and if you nobody, tell me if you tell me you had dreams that were sexual about Evil Dick, I'm gonna have nightmares. <laughs> I love Evil Dick. So many people don't really know him. He's an amazing person. He's just a persona, okay? Uh, it really yeah. is. I mean, he's he's fabulous, and I'm still very close to Dick. And uh, you know, I, I did his uh, podcast uh, last season for yeah. was it 23? Oh my God! And I did give kids the world in Orlando. You know the. Charity that, that a lot of the Big Brother people, yeah. Survivor, I love Ray, I love that cause. Yeah, it's such a great cause. It was the first year I did it, and I met the whole cast of like twenty three. I and I was blown away with how much they got along and how much they really love each other. And, yeah, they did. Uh, I mean, it was it was fabulous to hang out with them. Uh, and at, I I would guess I would guess. They felt it was pretty fabulous to hang out with with someone like you who played way back in such a season like Big Brother Nine was. Oh, oh yeah, they were in awe of us, which I that really made me feel special because I was on the show what fourteen years ago, so I felt like, oh my God, you you, you saw my show, like I you saw my season, and they're like, yeah, we love you, and so. <laughs> Oh, Tiffany was amazing. I mean, of course, you know, X was my favorite, Xavier. So he is totally different in person. Like, how Hmm. he played, his gameplay was totally opposite of who he is. And I kind of, like, felt that that was who he was anyway, but I knew that he was kind of playing it cool, and he was very sort of, very serious, but when you meet him in person... Yeah, and very strategic. Yes, yes. And when you meet him in person, he is the opposite of that. He's got so much energy. Like, I have to say, I had the biggest crush on him and uh, (laughs) Derek X. Like, they were my two favorites. I I know they were total opposites, but I was, like, rooting for Derek X and and for Xavier. So, I'm like... Well, you're you're going to see a lot of... You're going to see a lot of Derek X coming up on CBS. Oh, yeah. No, I heard that he's going to be... He's on the challenge, right? Yeah, and the Amazing Race. Oh, I think I think it's fabulous because I loved him. And yeah. uh, I was rooting for him and Tiffany. You know, I really wanted it to be the two of them at the end. I think a lot of people did. And, uh, I, you know, I talked with Zaha, and she was amazing. 
I mean, they were also fabulous. I, I, there's a list of how great they were. Uh, but when we did the signing, I got a chance to sit next to Jessica. Uh, yeah. Was she season 21 or 22? Okay. What, what, what season was Jessica in? Um, Steve? Uh, is it Jessica Milagros? Yes. Yeah, that was 20? 21, I think. It was, uh, or, or maybe it was 20. It was Jackson, it was Jackson season. Yes, yes. Oh, when everybody hated Jackson. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, she's fabulous. I mean, no, she's so good What's that? I think that that was 21. Because 20, I think, was Paul's season with Christmas and... Yeah, I, I think. think she's 21. Yeah. I thought it was 21 okay. as well, but I could be wrong. They, oh, yeah, uh, it is. It, it you is know, they're all blending together now. Okay. Well, we, we know we know who you're talking about, and yeah, pretty sure so just it's season it. 21. Yeah, I, I love Jessica. I mean, but I, there were so many. Like, I met so many uh, seasons, like, and and I was just like, I don't understand why I never knew about this uh, charity before because it's such a fabulous charity. Oh, it's big. Like, it's big. Yeah, yeah, it's big. And I and this was the first year I was able to go because of COVID and everything, and it's kind of now winding down, which is good. Um, but um, you know, listen, I I reflect uh, about my season all the time, and I have fans giving me like little clips. Some fan did a whole thing on me, did all of my clips, and I think it was about a half an hour clip or something, and he posted it on Twitter, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, that's a really good take on my season, because I never really wanted to watch my whole entire season. I was so like, oh, my God, I can't watch myself. Um, I, I just felt like... I don't like to watch myself, even though I've done acting and modeling and stuff in the past. And right. I've done a lot of movies. And um, they, he did this little clip, and I thought, wait a minute, I look pretty damn good on my <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, hold on a minute. Okay. Yeah, I did some stupid moves, but I look pretty good. You know? Yeah. So, but, um... Yeah, I'm not patting myself on the back, but when that, when I won that stupid unitard, you know, that I had to wear <laughs> for two freaking weeks, you know, <laughs> I was like, okay, once I had to wear that, I almost got some superpowers at that point, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I can't watch my whole season, even though fans have, done, have like, put it on DVDs. You know what I mean, like uh, CDs for me, or whatever to watch it. The whole thing. Yeah. They've even done the uh, After Dark stuff and sent it wow. to me, and I haven't been able to stomach watching my whole season. I don't know why, but I mean, hmm. I just watched a clip. Thank you, Michael, if you're in here listening. Michael sent me a clip of. When I got, well, he didn't want to send me when I got evicted, but when I was going to the jury house and Joshua talking shit about me and mm. saying I couldn't win anything, even if I was in a wet paper bag, 
And wow. I and then walk out because you don't know what people are saying about you. And I hugged him. I'm like, oh, my God, if I could take that moment back. He was yeah. the worst of the worst. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the bad part about it. You're on your way out. And at that point, you really don't know 100% what the truth was as to yeah, the players right. that are still in the house. And you may be yeah. feeling like, okay, I'm cool with all these people. I tried my best. I just didn't win. But we're all cool. We're all friends. And then you see all this stuff, and it's like, wow, they said that about me? Right. And, see, that's another re- reason I don't think I want to watch my whole season because I want to go out thinking, okay, I did the best job I could do. I, I never really knew about it. I wasn't, like, a big fan of the show. didn't know much about it. I mean, I was on MySpace, for God's sake. There was no Twitter, <laughs> Snapchat. There wasn't, you well, know, Instagram. Thank God, because they're brutal on these uh, on the social media sites. Uh, oh, my gosh, If they gosh, don't yes. like you. Oh, and they are freaking brutal. Big, big Brother fans, I mean, I love them and I hate them. I love them because of how passionate they are, but I hate them because of how far they will take things. I mean, they've right. honestly tried to cost people their jobs and stuff before well, they have. that were on and the then, show. Didn't they threaten their families, death threats to their yeah. homes? I mean, it's out of control. I'm really, I actually have a really funny story about, because I was actually in living in Reseda at the time, and my son, he, he was a teenager, and he was in high school, and he had a bunch of friends. And this woman, you could find my phone number in, in the white pages, I guess, or the yellow pages. Like, she, she tracked me down. This, this older woman who hated me on the show, she called my son at, like, I don't know, really late at night. And I had caller ID. A lot of people probably don't remember that, you, you know, you had those answering machines, right, back then. And... She freaking called it, and her name came up. And my son just assumed it was PBS checking in on him because one of the producers were checking in on my son uh, each week to see how he was doing and everything yeah. was okay. And um, she said, is this Sheila Kennedy's residence? And my son goes, yeah. She goes, well, I'm just going to tell your mother is an effing bitch, and she's playing a horrible game. Wow. Wow. And I have to get Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, 
I knew that it really disturbed him because he had to watch and see my gameplay, and he and he wasn't happy about some of the stuff I did. He even told me he loved Crazy James, and he said, "Okay, you really did do Crazy James dirty." And I mean, this is how you know the young kids talk. And it's like I did him dirty. Like you have no idea. Like we were all playing both sides of the house. And James yeah. had never really watched the show either. For God's sake, he was like homeless and he was riding uh, around the uh, world on a bicycle or the United States, like you know. And actually, James, Crazy James, was the one I related to more than anyone in that house. Hmm. So. Interesting enough, right? Yeah, that is. That is. Um, let me let me tell you something. Let me let me tell you something before uh, I'm going to go to a couple of callers for some questions okay. or comments. But I want to I want to tell you um, that JoJo. I think you probably know JoJo from Big Brother. Yes. Yeah, I talked to JoJo earlier today, and she said to make sure that I sent you her love and told you to have a good podcast. Oh, my God. She's so sweet. She's so beautiful, too. Oh, my God. I hope she's doing well. <laughs> she is. She's doing good. We're, and she, we've had her on here, oh, I don't know, two or three times. She's like a regular. Um, when, when she came out with the video that she did on that song, we debuted it <laughs> on the, uh, the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so she's, she's, well, you know, I, I don't want to call her a regular. She's just, she's a friend. You know, she's a friend. So, but she told me to make mm-hmm. sure I told you, um, mm-hmm. and she was talking about Rennie from last night, too. She said, I love both of those girls. I love Rennie and Sheila. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we all really got along, like, everyone from different seasons. Like, you know, when they had the Vegas bash or we do charity. It's, that's, like, the best ever because it really truly is a family. Yeah, you're going to have people in the family that are extremely dysfunctional, and don't get along, and they say nasty things about other house guests, but that's because they're right. bitter. I mean, listen, this is a game, okay? That's all it is. You win or you lose, and you go in there knowing that as well. And yeah. uh, I think it pretty hard because I really needed the money. I wanted to get a little condo for my son and I because I've been renting my whole life. But you know what? Uh Sometimes in life, it's better to lose than win because my life took a different road, and I'm right. grateful that I didn't win. And we well, don't have to add them, but I will tell you this. Um, you know, that whole thing that happened, like, with the HOH where we had to play the three games, and yeah. I fell, like, because we I was in that cold water that ties back to Johnny Depp because I was shooting the movie Don Juan DeMarco with Johnny Depp, Marlon Brando, and yeah. uh, Faye Dunaway uh, when my son was really little. It was like in uh, 94, 1994. And uh, I had a near drowning experience. Uh, they cut me out of the movie because I, had just, I was a body double for the actress that was there. And she had in her contract that she didn't do popper scenes or whatever. But I had scenes with him where I had clothes on in Los Angeles where I was in a harem scene with them and got to make out with John Depp. That was really <laughs> nice. <But> anyway, <laughs> uh, so, so honestly, he's a great kisser. But, but I have been obsessed with this trial because I didn't even know that they were uh, – 
that they were uh, going to court, and my sister calls me from Johnson City, Tennessee, and she goes, I'm watching this crazy uh, trial yeah. right now. So what's that? And she goes, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. And she goes, they're both insane. And I go, well, <laughs> I, go, I have to tell you something. It's really her because Johnny Depp, and his, he's an amazing person. I wish TMZ would call me so I could give him an interview about Johnny because he was just fabulous to work with. And uh, super nice guy. He actually threw... Uh, one of his body doubles off the set in Hawaii because he was sexually harassing all the women, including me. Uh, <laughs> he said he's going to have a love scene with me and he's going to get, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Get a, you know what? Hard on. <laughs> I don't know what you can say on this show. But, but Johnny Depp came to me and he said, Sheila, did he really say that to you? He goes, I've been hearing stories. And I said, yeah, he did. And he goes, he's gone. <laughs> He's, he's out of here. Pack his bags. I don't care where he lives. And this was like midnight or almost one in the morning when we were shooting this scene on the beach. He's crazy. So mm. I've been obsessed with that, and that took way too much of my time. It was just a huge distraction. But I'm glad he won. I'm going to put that out there. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> I think I heard the best description about that trial from uh, – I, and I don't even remember who it was. It was somebody that posted it on Facebook, and they said, we are actually watching a movie play out in the courtroom. Right. Because and the better actress was, was like. a bad actress. What's up? <laughs> Amber Heard was a bad actress. <laughs> right. And the fact that she doesn't believe that she's who she is or getting the role she got because of Johnny Depp is ridiculous. Well, here's the thing, since since we're talking about this, here's the thing I've never understood about all of this. I've never understood how they ended up together because I thought everyone kind of understood Amber Heard was more of a lesbian. Well, right. But the thing is, is like I think I read something on Twitter or I saw a little interview she did like a while back when she was with that girl. And I forgot her name. She's actually gorgeous. She's uh, she's beautiful. The girl that she's involved with and had a relationship with. But uh, I heard she like did an interview, and then the person said, "Well, I mean, have you come out? Like, did it take you a while to come out?" And she goes, "I was come out." She goes, "I was never in." And when she said <laughs> that, I was thinking, "Okay, okay." Now, now I get who you are, because yeah, what are I mean, you? I guess, I guess if you get, I guess if you are kind of more into girls, but you get a shot at Johnny Depp, you're going to Johnny Depp. <laughs> you're gonna go. You're gonna go with that, because trust me, he's a, he's an amazing kisser. Like I can only imagine the other stuff he can do. Okay, uh, I, I don't even want to imagine it. Okay, because I'm not even gonna go there right now. <laughs> but you know, it's like, come on. So anyway, see, see the stuff we find out on these podcasts. Johnny he, Depp is an amazing kisser. He's an amazing kisser, and he's such a nice guy. He's shy, he's sweet, he's kind, and it was like I wanted to scream that from the mountaintop when I was watching this. I was screaming at my TV. I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" 
stop this. You know, stop this now. It's painful. And, um, you know, what I loved about Johnny Depp is that he said, listen, I'm an alcoholic. I've used drugs my whole life. Because he never denied any of that, of having addiction. Right. And that takes a lot to, like, someone to put your whole life out there, okay? Yeah. And, yeah. So I was really impressed with him and his lawyers and... She just won't go away. I don't know how they're going to stop this. It just keeps snowballing, yeah. you know. Yeah, so. I mean, the whole thing, it was sad the whole thing had to come to all of this, but I think she's the one that sort of pushed it and said, well, hey, go sue me if you want to. And he said, okay, I will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. so but if that's going to be All right, listen, we've we got book. a couple of people that want to, we got a couple of people on here that want to, uh, talk to you and maybe ask you some questions one of them i talked to on the phone earlier this afternoon and told me she just loves her some sheila kansas (laughs) kansas say hi to sheila here's a memory hey she bugs (laughs) oh my god i know (laughs) sheila i we used to we had so much fun years ago. Now, we go I, back I, I, when I, you used to call into Jokerette, a.k.a. Cat Show, during, yes. season, during season 10. I think it was every Wednesday night, and we had so much fun with Sheila. And you were yeah, just the I best. Was I doing house calls? Was I doing house calls for... Yes. Yeah. Wait, okay. wait, wait. House calls was the other... I think house calls was the um, the Vegas Am I right on that? Yeah, no, the house calls was the thing in at CBS. It was that's uh, okay. Yeah, no, this yeah, was Jokerette Cat. This was like an evening show. Yeah, this thing was like yeah. I know which one you're talking about. It was uh, so much yeah. fun. We had the best time with you, and you were so cool. You had the greatest stories. You still do. You always had the best stories. I mean, you guys. Sheila was engaged to Scott Bayo. I mean, this was some crazy stuff, too. Yeah. I remember well, all like, of like said, Kansas, Kansas, like I said earlier, I don't like, I don't like the phrase that, no, oh, she looks good no, for her age. Okay. Sheila, okay. Sheila has always been somebody that guys would be attracted to. Well, oh, Sheila's beautiful. I'm so ashamed, Candace, because let me tell you, he is a Trump supporter. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> what happened to him? I don't know. He lost I his know. damn mind. He lost his damn mind. And, you know, that's an interesting story, too. The, a lot of stuff is being left out of my new book. I, I By the way, over the uh, last six months, I'm rebranding No One's Pet, and I have a female writer now. She is fabulous, okay? And I don't know what's going to happen with it because, I mean, a lot has happened with the economy right now, so it might be put on hold again. But we talk about certain things, and I'm so sad that I didn't go into detail about that. But Scott Baio, uh, I dated him in the 80s. I met him when he was doing Charles in Charge, and I had a small part yep. of that. And then we hooked up, like, in his dressing room, right on the set, when it was, like, a break. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I do not know what I was thinking. I lost my damn mind. Okay? And uh, this is the 80s. 
And so, so we're, we did that, and then he was dating Pamela Anderson. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Like, at the same time that he was hooking up with me, and then I did his show, Scott Baio's Single on 45, yep. and the producer came to me and they said, you have to pretend like you haven't seen him in 20 years. And I said, well, that's a lie, because I just saw him like a couple of days ago. <laughs> And, and like, that was right before Big Brother. Yes, it was before Big Brother. And he goes, yep. and I already had my son and everything. And so they're like, okay, wait a minute. They're like, um, okay, maybe Charles in Charge was 90-something, wasn't it? It was like 90. Early 90s, I think. Early yeah. 90s. So I did have my son, but he was little. And he was with, he was in uh, child care at the time. So I, I did have my son. And so he he was basically, he knew that I was kind of like going out with this guy named Scott that was Christian. And he said, I bet you haven't slept with him yet, have you? And I said, how do you know that? And he goes, he's Christian. <laughs> he's like, I've got the weirdest mentality, right? And I wasn't really dating the other Scott. It's a weird story, but we kind of were going out. And he was an actor, too, that guy. He's really good-looking dude. And uh, so he kind of pushed his way into my life and kept saying, hey, let's meet here. Let's do that. And then when we actually did the scene, because it, it's taped live, who walks in and sits in the front row? Pamela Anderson. And I'm like thinking, no. dude, you've been wow. hooking up with me and you're with Pamela Anderson? Like she was Stunning. Like when she walked in, I was like going, "Oh my god!" Yeah, she she and is. I, I, I she is. Even, I cannot even compete with that. This is before she got with. Oh, those early days, she was just gorgeous. Well, she gorgeous, uh, no cat, you know, just yeah, stunning. <laughs> cool time girl. Okay, that's what she looked like. She was natural. Everything was pretty natural except the. the well, yeah. the thing that Sheila, the thing about her is back. At the time, that's kind of what America saw as like their top babe or whatever oh, was yeah. that that blonde headed oh, yeah. girl from the beach, you know? Absolutely, that was hot. I mean, that was huge. That whole Baywatch thing and all the, yeah. the blondes and look, she's she's still beautiful even at mm-hmm. her age. She's, to me, she she's is. Still oh yeah, is. definitely. But I'll tell you something. It, it is really sad because he always dated some of the hottest blondes in Hollywood. I wasn't even really just tight. He was with Nicolette Sheridan. She's another one. Yep. And it's yeah. like it's like yeah. degrees of separation because <clears throat> I dated Michael Bolton in New York when I lived there in the 80s. She was with Michael Bolton, and she was with Scott Baio. That's a crazy story, uh, how yeah. he broke up with her. <laughs> he broke up with her. But Scott Baio was a liar, and he was a cheater. And I confronted him. Like, they, the producer said, just pretend like you haven't seen him in 20 years. And I laid into him. And he came up to me, and he was, like, came to my gym. And he goes, so, um... <laughs> So how's it going? I haven't seen you in years. And I go, yeah, it's going. And I was trying to get away from him. I was trying to get in my Jeep. And he walks up and he goes, hey, um, I got a life coach, and I'm thinking about getting married and having kids. I said, please don't do that. Please do not do that. <laughs> and he said, you had a kid. How is that for you? I said, it's my life. I said, you don't need to be doing that. 
So they loved it. The producers loved it. They were all clapping. And then they cut to him, and he's standing there, and I just leave him. I drive off. And he goes, wow, uh, she just dropped a bomb on me, but Lisa Rack still looks good. And I'm like, <laughs> so that's what he says about me, right? But, you know, honestly, I cannot believe it. People hate him on social media. Like, they hate Dr. Yeah. Well, he was terrible. I mean, I remember back when he was doing Joni and Chachi, you know, when you're talking about some of his past, you know, women, and he really messed her. He was with Erin Moran, and she talked openly. Well, she's gone now, but she talked openly, you know, about how, you know, he was her first, and she really was in love with him, and he totally used her. He was horrible to her because he compared her. He said, you guys are the best. I've ever had sexually, and I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm sure you tell that to all your blondes. Uh, oh, he was such a creep. He was a creep, and and I didn't realize it until I actually, re- you know, I knew this girl that he was engaged to because he met her at the Playboy Mansion, but she was already pregnant with him. She, I went to his house and was with him sexually, and he was pregnant with her daughter that she had had by her previous marriage, she had her daughter when she was like 16 or something like that. She's young. And they were in Tennessee, because she's from Tennessee as well. The nice, sweet southern girl, blonde, blue eyes, the whole big suit, all that. And she didn't even know that I was hooking up with him when he was about to marry her. Like, wow. I wasn't invited hmm. back to the second show, uh, Scott Bayo's pregnant and 46. I wasn't invited back to that one. Because <laughs> they knew. They knew. Gee, like, oh, gee I wonder gonna... why. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering why, too. It's like, mm, yeah, they're not inviting me back to that. Yeah. I'm All right, let's go to a caller from Canada, um, Laura. You're on with Sheila. I know you've been Hi. waiting to talk to her. Hi, Sheila. Hi, Laura. I don't know if you're... It's Laura Murphy. Oh, my we... God. Yes. Hi, Laura. <laughs> Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. It, it sounds like <laughs> you've got some pretty interesting stuff. And one of the questions I was going to actually ask you was about Johnny Depp. Isn't that funny? But you oh. got into it. Yeah, you got into it before before I got on. So um, he's, he's really amazing. Yeah, yeah. I I was rooting for him the whole trial, for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, what? How about your book? You you mentioned that the book is coming out soon, and you've got some little tidbits in there. You got a female writer. And are you yes. changing the name of the book, or is I, it still the right now? Right now, it's No One's Pet Seal, but I'd like to change it personally because No One's Pet did not do very well because it wasn't promoted and it wasn't really done right. But the writer was phenomenal. Glenn Penny was amazing. The problem with it was that he wasn't able to edit the book, so it was kind of put together. Uh, really quick, and they kind of threw it out on Kindle. You know, you can get it on uh, Amazon. It's still up on Amazon. It's on Barnes & Noble's website as well, but that's the older one. 
hopefully by the end of this year or next year, the new one will come out. I'd like to change it. We'll see. It's going to have a totally different look and everything and style. There'll be some other stories that were not in the first one. And, yeah, I go into uh, a lot of details about with Johnny Depp and uh, a lot of different stories. My childhood, all that stuff. Um, Yeah, a lot of stuff was left out. I think this is going to be a lot better. And we have a female Is your son still playing in the, like, he's got a band, doesn't he? What's that? Does, is your son, what's your son, um, uh, didn't he have a band? Or yeah, he crazy? has the premonitions, but he just recently um, left the premonitions because he wanted to go with this other band. He wants to work with these older uh, uh, musicians that have, like, recorded and, you know, they have albums out, they've toured Europe. So he wanted okay. to do that because, he, and I, I think I can say this since he's already put it out on social media. This is why I really related to Johnny Depp, and I had no idea that Johnny had all these issues with addictions. My son has had addictions over the years, and he's like 102 days, if not three, days sober. And he went through a treatment program, music cares, and they really, they, they were amazing. You know, they were amazing with him. He went through group therapy, and and um, he he really did the program, and I'm so proud of him. It was about three months, kind of the same amount of time that I was in Big Brother. And uh, he's 31 now, and he's uh, skating. He's, gonna, he's getting into acting. He's got an agent. He's going to do another band now. Um, he's staying away from the whole thing of other band members having addictions because he wants to stay clean and sober. And I really respect Good. that. I, Good I'm for so him. Proud of that. Yeah, That's yeah. Great really him. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's doing really well. He's doing a lot of stuff. Like he, he's always been has a million things going on. So. That's good. Hey, do you? So, who do you hear from still, from Big Brother? Um, I still talk to Casey Kane. I still talk to uh, Karen. Um, I talk to, you know, Natalie and I have had our our differences and stuff like that, but we we still talk and we're friends now. Um, who else that's in my season? Uh, Parker, I I hung out with Parker a dozen times. He comes out to come a lot with his uh, husband, and uh, you know we we've had uh, several like parties together. We actually were all together when Biden was uh, when Biden won. So Ooh. everybody was you know, rooting rooting <laughs> for Biden and Harris. Um, Good. Yeah. So I, I, you know I, 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 I won't I won't. I won't comment, only to say I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, what's that? Happy about Biden. What? <laughs> oh, oh, you didn't vote for Biden. I, listen, I, I don't no, get no, political here. No, no, I, I, said, I said I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> oh, that Biden won? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But you know what? And, it, I have a lot of friends that voted for Trump. My whole entire family voted for Trump. And Mine you know too. what? That, I, that I go I go through that, Sheila. My my family's like that. It's like I'm the lone wolf. You know, me and wa- me and my wife the, are the ones that 
that supposedly don't get it, but we think we do. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, yeah. You listen, the thing that you don't discuss with family or friends, if you don't want to lose them, is you don't discuss politics and you don't discuss religion. It's like it's right. a personal right. thing. And you can't convince someone to be a Christian or a Buddha or, uh, you know, Jehovah Witness or somebody that's, you know, on the right or somebody that's on the left. It's it's just a personal decision and choice. Yeah. It's like I wouldn't ask you how much you had in your checking account. I hope you wouldn't ask me the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I think it's the same kind of thing. It's a personal thing. Like money is personal. And so is religion and and politics. You're not going to agree. You're not going to agree with people totally, but you don't no, want to No, and, and the way, Sheila, honestly, the way it is now in the United States, if you disagree, you may as well not even try to talk to the other person and give them your view and why they should listen to you because they don't want to hear it. I right, mean, that's right. There's no that's compromise right. anymore. Yeah, I just don't, I don't want to do it because I have a lot of fans that, you know, that love Trump and still do, even after January 6th, right, and that's right. fine, but, you know, we don't have to talk about that, and, but, as far as dating goes, if somebody goes for Trump, <laughs> I, I have to honestly <laughs> say, I, I, I can't do it, Jim, I cannot do it, yeah, I, I can't do I don't it. blame you, I don't, I don't blame, I'm I, right there with you, I'm what? in the same boat with you, I'm in the and same boat. What? Uh, Scott Baio is a Trump fan. He loves Trump. You know? Yeah. So there you go. That, that, there you go with that. You know? So. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I know Laura, I know Laura being from Canada, I know tons of Canadians who felt our pain. <laughs> oh, I, I, I couldn't stand him. I couldn't stand him. Yeah. No, I have, yeah, no, I have friends actually in the U.S., um, that are still, you know, worried about 2024, and okay. they're 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 like I have made a I have a basement like a like a, I have a suite in my basement. They're more than willing to come here, right? <laughs> I will definitely come there. I'll take you up on that, Laura. I will be yeah, yeah Sheila, we need to head out. We're headed to Canada. Okay, yeah. you got it. Well, you got it. Not very many people here. We we don't understand. That's the problem in Canada. We yeah, don't and see, understand. that's that's the thing about it. That's the thing about it, Laura. I mean, since we're we're talking about this, people around the world they look at us and they're like, "What are you guys doing? Are y'all I crazy?" Know, I know. Well, right. I mean, you know, if our if our prime minister, who is you know the same level as your president. Um, if he did some of the things Trump would have done, oh yeah, my he'd God, be he right, would have gotten right. it. He he he'd be impeached. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, the thing um, is, I don't think he'll run in 2024. That's just me because I think after this uh, hearing and this whole investigation thing with January 6th, yeah, I think people are going to get a slap on the wrist, but he will not be able to run again after this is all said and done. I hope not. Well, well, there that. may uh, something happened today. The uh, the what was it? Department of Justice or whatever they've requested yeah. all the transcripts from this, 
because they're looking at it. They're they're looking at legitimately charging some people, and, and he, he would have to, to be at the top of to he would have prison. to be at the top of the list. Right. Because he right. he's it's, the one that manip he manipulated all of it. Well, he could yeah, it's moved good. to Russia. It's going to yeah. be hard for him yeah. to run from prison. I'll put it that way. I agree. Totally agree. Totally agree. Okay. Uh, let's let's go to Reggie. Reggie, are you still here? Yeah. I miss you, Laura. Just had to say that. Talk. I miss you. Oh, Reggie. I miss you. Reggie, talk yeah. to Sheila. Well, um, I just want to say that you were fantastic. Thank on you. your season, and um, I've loved hearing your stories. So mm-hmm. I've watched Big Brother. I think I missed the first two seasons, and that's it. So I'm happy to have Big Brother on here. Oh, great. Oh, great. Did you watch Rennie's season? Yes. Oh, yes, I did. Rennie's missed- day. Oh, she is adorable. And last night I was on for a while, but I had to get off because I had to go see my kids. Yeah, I heard that she was a riot. Like, people couldn't stop laughing. Oh, my God, she was hilarious. Loved it. Oh, she was too. great. She And no. she had, I think she had half her family on here with her. It was fantastic. Oh, I know. And that little girl <laughs> sang, it just took my heart away. When her little granddaughter yeah, sang. Was. Oh, Sheila, my she God, even, even Sheila, she even had her she even had her uh eight year old granddaughter on here last night singing a song. I love it. And she's gonna audition for some play or something? Yeah. She'll yeah. Get, she's a little yeah, actress. And so we Beautiful. we talked to her, we of course we talked to her mom. <laughs> Dad, who is, I missed it, you who guys. Is, who, is, who is Rennie's uh <laughs> who is Rennie's daughter and then Rennie's son called in, we talked to him. And one of oh, her biggest that. friends, one of her biggest friends from uh, Mississippi, called in. So it was like a family affair last night. Oh, Reggie, I didn't <laughs> oh, know it was right. on. Kansas, so I had one of my kidlets got detained at the police station, and I had to go do an intake. So I missed most of it. I was I'm so sad. sad. I love her. I love Rennie. Yeah. I yeah. know. I know. Sheila, it's not her kid that was at the police station. It's one of the kids she works with. <laughs> I'm I'm with juvenile probation. I'm sorry, I should have said that. <laughs> I, just thought, I just thought I'd make that clear. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God, I didn't even. I know you all know. I just figured everybody knows that it's juvenile probation. So. <laughs> Right. All right, let's, so go, funny. let's go to uh let's go to Melissa. Melissa, you are on the air with Sheila. Hi Sheila. Hi Melissa. Um one thing one thing I did promise is um there is a gal who's a regular caller and she would certainly be here if she could. But she had a family emergency and her name is Teresa. So uh, and then um yeah, Kansas. Oh. I'll, I'll just I'll just go ahead and say her husband we think had a heart attack. So. <gasps> oh, oh yeah. Melissa. Yeah. So anyway, oh, he's in the hospital. He's having tests and oh, everything. No. So 
Yeah, that's going on. Um, otherwise, oh I, I'm ashamed to say that I did not watch season nine. Uh oh. Uh oh. You so need to sorry. watch it. You, you need, need to watch to it. It was such a good season. Yeah, you however, need to watch I, it. A lot of fans think that was the best season ever. Well, and you know what? Any normal, any normal time, I would have gone and binge watched it before the podcast. But I'm moving, so I'm unpacking. That's right. So, yep. Yeah. But I have heard a lot about season nine, and we had um, oh my god, we Natalie. had Natalie on last week. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. and, and like week. Sheila, like like after that pod, like I, you know, when I talked to you, I told you I said um, Natalie, you know, did a really good pod, and she wrote really, really spoke highly about you. Yes, she did. And how, she did Sheila seriously? And, and, yes. And she said, she said that you <laughs> made moves that you had to make in order to stay in the game. And you were kind of like, <laughs> you you kind of acted. You kind of acted surprised that she was complimentary to you. <laughs> well, I was because, okay, just so you don't hate on her, but she's a big, uh, big Trump fan, and she wasn't. She thought the whole mask mandate was awful and didn't want her kids. She went to rallies and stuff like that. So that kind of turned okay. me off about her, and I thought, okay, I'm glad I evicted her. But I uh, like so, that. I I love Natalie because I know deep down inside she's a good person, but she Natalie did, Natalie was going to go with the boys. She said it. She told everyone. She told it to our faces. She told Sharon and I, and I'm like, I got to get her out of here. She was one of the strongest female players in the game, besides Sharon. Like Sharon, and. And I and I and I have to just tell you that that was really scary for me when it got down to five of us. I knew I had to evict her because she would have taken me out if I didn't. And right. she would have moved with uh, Ryan and and um, Adam. And, and we, I just we wish you two could have hooked up together and got rid of those guys. Because I, I so badly Sheila, wanted we, one of you to win, one of you girls to well, win. We still feel like it was Sheila, good. Sheila, I brought that. <laughs> Sheila, I brought that up to her about your vote um, at five like that, and right. she said that's when she said <laughs> Sheila played a good game. She did what she had to do. Right, uh, and that's, that's true. I mean, uh, you know, I didn't have any bad feelings towards her. I know that it really upset her and her fans. Oh man, her fans were so nasty to me. Like I was literally <laughs> selling stuff on eBay, and her fans called me all kinds of names. Oh, and no. yeah. uh, that's unfortunate. You know, uh, but, you know that's Big Brother, right? You know, like yeah. the fans. Sheila, remember the old days? You know when when you used to come into Doctor Will's chat room. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. So we had you in Dr. Will's chat room to do a chat. Those were the old days. Fans didn't have social media to do what they're doing now, right? So right. the fans now are absolutely brutal. Like they the, are. You know, it, it's 
it's it's just a different type of culture now, right? And, it's, really, um, totally, it's a it's a monster. I mean, it's all social media. Like, there's so many trolls out there. You don't need to know what they look like, who they are, because they hide behind these fake profiles. And I mean, I just right. recently yeah. got hacked, and I had over four thousand three hundred some followers on Instagram, and they took it over. It's like they're selling bitcoins on it now, and cash app, and and, uh, and, they're, and they're trolls. They're absolutely oh, trolls. And so it's kind of out of control. There's no, like, uh, boundaries. Like, it's, like, it's out, of, out of control. Yeah. It and really don't, you, don't, don't, you think, don't you think that the show itself is not worried about that and they're okay with that because they think any kind of good press, bad press, good postings, bad postings, it's still well, they, attention to the show. They tell that's, you, that's true. They that sucks. You, yeah. They tell you not to go on the internet, but you have to understand something. When I went on, they didn't have this. You know, it was like it wasn't as bad as it is now. They tell you, and there's a psychologist there. You know, there's a therapist that says, "Do not go on the internet. Whatever you do, don't right. go on the internet." Of course, you're going to go on the internet, but it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't big back then. <laughs> Of course you're going to go. You want to go on the Internet. I, I ended up with, like, over 5,000 uh, followers on Facebook. My son ran that account. I only had 100 going into the house. But I, it was big. You know what was big was MySpace when I went in. And That's now you've right. Got yeah. Every, yeah, MySpace. And they didn't do that crap on MySpace. It was so no. much fun. You know, they had music, and everybody was, like, really nice. They played nice. People weren't mean like they are now, and, I mean, there are awful people out there. And uh, there's scary people out there as well. So Facebook was started to become big after my season. Then there was Instagram. Then there was, there was uh, Snapchat. And then there was Twitter. Twitter. I mean, um, what's his name is the one that got me on Instagram. I think it's either Instagram or Twitter. Um, who is the guy that was on the season with Jeff and Jordan, and he got in a fight with him? Um, he oh, oh, I know who you're talking about. Who oh, was that? Because I did the Russell? Vegas uh, thing with was, him. Was it yes, Russell? It was Russell. Yes, it was Russell. Russell is an amazing person, too. Um, yeah, he was a nice I, guy. I like he him. Got, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. He was a nice guy. Yeah, he's But um, I'm just like now after being hacked on my Instagram, it was Sheila underscore Bugs. I don't own it now. I try to get it back. I try to go through all the avenues that you have to go through. I'll never get it back. I have my uh, dog's account, Lucy Palm Springs. But the thing is, I think that they even took over that account as well. So I'm very nervous about posting stuff on that. So I just use Facebook, which, you know, it's at Sheila Kennedy. Uh, I've right. got 5000 on that, and then I've got 12000 on my uh, Twitter account. So I'm only using those two accounts now. I mean, I'm on Instagram, but I'm, I'm not really on it like I am now with Facebook and, and Twitter. And I'm yeah. just afraid of getting hacked. And if I get hacked, exactly. I've got to just let go. I understand. 
You know, trust me, I understand. I, I, I have been, too. I have been hacked. My wife has been hacked, and we had yeah. to add different different forms of security uh, yeah. on our accounts. Where yeah. if someone tries to log on from a different location than us, they they send us a text message, and they they do they do that because. And, and, I mean, it's like clockwork. My mods can tell you, Steve and Tim, everybody can tell you, it's right around the, the start time of Survivor. They think I got a whole mailbox full of spoilers, and they want to hack into my account and see what I got. Right, right. It's awful. And the thing with uh, it, I think that me more than anything, was they were trying to sell business to my followers, and I thought, if one person thinks this is me, I'm going to die. Because I, 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 the thought of somebody getting scammed, and, I mean, they're asking for money, please help me. Oh, and no. I'm like, oh, my God. And, oh. Is this you? And I said, this is That's not me. Horrible. They've even, They've even tried to get into Jessica's account. Uh, it's, now they're going after the Big Brother people. They tried to uh, scam Amanda on my season. Jen on my season, they're all sending me screenshots, and I said, this is not me. Please just delete the account, just uh, uh, report them, and just write back half, because I I don't even know what to do. Like, the thought, I, it I looks like it, emails. It looks like uh-huh. if we could get enough people reporting that account, that, that they may zap it and get rid of it. I, I'm hoping and praying that they just take it down. I can't get it ever again. I've tried. I've tried over two months. Now it's going on three. Everyone said, get your account back. You need to get those followers back. I don't. Because if they know me, if they really know me, they'll know it's not me, and they'll follow me on Facebook or they'll follow me on Twitter because I've right. got those two accounts, and I'm active on both of those. So, right. But, yeah, I'm going to wow. have to jump right now, Tim, to take off and yeah. Um, here, here, here. I would love to come back here. on when I have more time. Well, that'd be great. Oh, for sure. That would be wonderful. Okay. Um, yeah. So, next time I come on, I'll tell you more about what's happening because all during the oh. pandemic, I was working on the rebranding of my book. <laughs> a screenwriter has uh, taken this, uh, the the part of my book, and he turned it into a screenplay, which they're going to try to, uh, They're right now they're shopping it to Netflix or Hulu, and maybe a live streaming company will pick it up, and uh, they're going to try to make it a miniseries or a movie, so it's just some exciting That'd be good. Stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be great. That'd be great. Anyway, let me, let me, get, let me get Steve. Let me get Steve on here to talk to you real quick before okay, we do anything else. It. Okay, sounds good. All right, hey, Sheila. Uh, I was wondering how, like, during the uh, during your confessionals, you would always talk about how unbearable it was to be partnered with Adam. But Ugh. was it really that yeah. bad, like, compared <laughs> compared to what we were what we were being shown on? Uh, on TV. Yes, it was really that bad. Yes, it was really worse that bad. than what we were being shown. <laughs> yes, absolutely worse than what you were being seen. And then I realized towards the end that you know I started to care about Adam, and uh, only because I was in the house with him so long. But I picked up on Adam's issues 
way before anybody else did. And the fans were really upset with me. Some of the people that were like, you're so mean to him. Even the house guests, they were like, you're so awful to him. I can't believe this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you have no idea. You have yeah. no idea. No. Like, oh, you told all of us what went down with him. It was terrible, Sheila. Ugh. It was terrible. It was terrible you, what I had to do. Yeah, and, and, I, that, and, we, that, look, and we talked afterwards after he went through yeah, the whole thing with Gail uh, and, and he got out and he changed his life and he wrote a book. Him and his mother have, like, opened up all these treatment centers. We talked about my son. We talked about his, mm-hmm. his issues. And he's doing really well, and I only wish him the best. Is he doing I good really now still? What's that? Is he doing good still? He's doing great. He's, he's good. He's I'm glad to hear that. He was dating. I don't know if they're engaged or married, but he's still with the same girl, and she's super nice. I met her in Vegas when we got oh, out of the good. house and stuff like that. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I only wish him well. I mean, I'm, it's sad that, yeah. and like I said earlier, Jim, uh, it was happening was not winning because my life went in a better direction. Yogi. Right. You know, it just did. And his life, he had to go through what he had to go through to straighten his life up, you know. And and I only listen to us. I really do. It's like we're we're okay. We we don't have any issues. And what about Adam? What about him? Yeah. That's what um, she was he, just. T- well, I yeah, mean, I mean, I mean, as far as like a champion in the game, oh. where, where do you do you see his win as being? Do you see his win yeah. as being pretty high well in the list or pretty low? Um, I think Adam uh, was prepared, uh, and he went in the game knowing a lot about the game because. He watched every season, so one to eight. And uh, so he he was coached, I think, to a certain degree. I don't want to, like, give away any kind of thing or speculate, but only because I know I spoke to him, and he kind of revealed some stuff to me. But yeah. I think that they wanted him to win. I just assumed that they it was till death do you part. So I thought, hey, they're going to – they're going to pick us. We're going to we're going to make it to the end because we're the last couple standing. So I was really naive to what was really happening. And when they started calling it a bromance, I kept thinking, "What is this bromance thing?" Uh-huh. And then they all <laughs> oh, oh, really oh, hey, 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 quiet, 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 quiet. <laughs> yeah, I can't and, buy that one. I can't see that one. What the bromance? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he helped. He helped uh, Ryan win those uh, competitions. He gave. I'm sure he did. Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he basically told them, you know, where the things were hidden. And I mean, I just like I saw it with my own two eyes, and I thought this is so wrong. And why I hated he it. Calling them out. I was on not it? happy that he won. Not at all. No, me no, neither. And the thing is, is that when he won. They, he went on. Um, he went on the uh, what's her name show. Um, he went on uh, House Calls, and yeah. uh, he he was on there. And people were talking so much shit about me. They were like, oh, I'm so glad. 
you know, you should duct tape her mouth. I mean, they were saying horrible things about me. And I thought, what is going on here? Why are people hating on me like this? What did I do? And uh, I don't so get I, it. I, I couldn't stomach watching it. And, you know, it, it was just his whole attitude. Like, when he won, I thought, there's something not right about him. And, of course, you know, yeah. here's all these people saying, I hated you. She was the worst. I'm glad you won. Mm-mm. Oh, oh but they, were, they had a different no. when he got arrested and went to jail. I was like, yeah. Yeah. got a lot of hate too. And watching your season, there's two people that I could see fans being angry at, and that would be Josh, and that would be Chelsea. Those two right. were. I mean, they were terrible, especially Josh. He had me so angry and so upset. Yeah, they were awful. So, you know, I mean, I could see fans being angry at them, but. What, what you guys got, I don't get it. I really don't. No, it because doesn't make everybody, any sense. Yeah, everybody I yeah. knew was cheering for Sheila, you know. So, uh, oh, I yeah, I don't Sheila. get it either, Kansas. Uh, like, I don't get it. Seriously. Because no. Natalie I think said it's she a got season. a lot of hate, too, and Natalie was adorable on the show. She was so cute and funny. I, I <laughs> yeah, think as the season progressed, Sheila, Sheila, I think as the season progressed and it got really deep, I think fans were kind of split between you and Natalie. They wanted yeah. one of you two. Big time. Yes. Yeah. They that wanted, was how one, I was. They wanted I was either right you there. or yeah. Natalie. That's who they yep. wanted. Big time. <laughs> I so wanted I you know. two girls Sorry. to go to the end together. I really did. Not those guys. I knew they were going to screw you two. I knew it. <laughs> You knew Stop. it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And see, nice. you get to see everything, so. Yep. Yeah, if they were going to screw you, they should have at least given you some lubrication. <gasps> what? That's <laughs> Lisa. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that is, uh, welcome to the podcast, Teresa. Teresa. Um, Melissa has told us about your husband with the heart attack, and oh, and I didn't tell him, so you know, the ICU oh. stuff that you, that you oh, told yeah. me. But you're on I'm here right. now with Sheila. No. Hi. I have to say that I haven't seen your season, but I needed a distraction. Turn right on the East Palm. Sorry, I, I'm driving right now, but I've got you guys on speaker. Okay. All right. Teresa, you got to watch season nine when you get a chance. Yeah, oh, that's a great one season. of the best. It was so good. It's a it's a great season. It and really I, is. I mean, watching it, I would have agreed. I would have wanted to see Sheila and Natalie at the end, but totally, that's not what happened. No, so. I know. So I, it should have been Natalie and I or Sharon, and I, I really yes, felt exactly. like right. we just got blindsided by the boys. And I, I think, you know, I think Big Brother wanted them to win. I think they were really rooting Ugh. for them to win. And even with the competitions, the way the competitions were set up towards the end, mm-hmm. there was no way I could have done what they did. The two boys true. were just bigger, Very stronger, true. and I think use that. It's like sexism kind of stuff. And I'm not saying that, but they knew. Well, a lot big of a lot knew. of Big Brother, Sheila, a lot of Big Brother 
House guests have said that. They have said that there's manipulation when it gets down to there as far as what production wants to see. And they've also said that there's some manipulation that goes on in in the diary room um, when they're telling you maybe what you should be seeing or what they want you to see. How much did they do that, Sheila? A lot. It was like a power of suggestion. Like, they didn't actually tell you to go out and go, okay, so-and-so said this, you need to go and try to, like, go and talk to this person. They did kind of say that in a way. They never came out and said they wanted you to kind of, they were manipulating every person that went in there that they could manipulate. You can kind of manipulate younger people. But I think once you get older, this is why you don't see a lot of the older people on the show. Uh, young people are kind of gullible to a certain degree. They think, oh, I'm going to win this show. I got this in the bag. Ah, I'm the best. I got the best body. I'm, I'm good looking. You know, they go by that sort of exterior kind of stuff. Um, right. But, right. It, but when you're older, you're like going, wait a minute. You, what, are you, what are you telling me to do? And they always said stuff to me in the diary, and they go, how do you feel like so-and-so is, is up there talking about you right now? Like, they're not really supposed to tell you that. But it kind of got so me It plant all kinds of thoughts like, in your head, yeah. Yeah, you get paranoid when you're not eating and you're not sleeping. And I was on flop like four weeks out of three months, uh, and that sucks. was a lot. Yeah, uh, and I was that's like a third of the death, time you know? there. Yeah, let, 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 me, let me ask you that, Sheila. What what does that slop taste like? Do do you eat it or oh you just God. say no? I'm not eating. Have you ever like went to a playground and your face hit the sand, and oh. you eat some of the sand as a kid? Uh. It's like freaking sand and rock. Yeah, that was my awful. favorite snack. It is the worst. When I actually watched the two seasons when I was in. Uh, sequester and I had to watch Will, Dr. Will and Evil Dick season, I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't look bad, the oatmeal, that looks really good. If they would have had peanut butter and jelly, I would have felt like I wasn't on flop at all. I love peanut butter and jelly. But what they had to think about with the swap is there were two people in my season that was allergic to it. And they had allergies to it. Uh, Amanda and right. uh, Allison, she, both of them had allergic reactions to it. So, that was scary. Um, when they fainted. Well, it is scary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I do have fainted. one thing. I do have to say, I have one thing I have to say. Steve, maybe you can say that this is not the uh, uh, opinion of the listening podcast, but it, it sounds like it tastes like folders, which tastes like molded ass. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, you know, I asked, yeah. I asked my bad. son, Sheila I, asked, Sheila, I asked my oldest son one time because a lot of people have wanted to see him try to get on the show because he's, Come here, boy. I mean, he's you know, he, he's he's pretty good shape. He's, you know, and... Uh, I told him, you know, you want me to try to help you get on Survivor? You know, because I got a lot of Survivor connections. He said, Dad, I think I'd rather do Big Brother. And I said, why? He said, 
I can eat peanut butter and jelly all summer, but Survivor, they don't eat. <laughs> they don't eat. That's right. Because remember Hayden Moss? He wa- he went on uh, Survivor and he said they asked him like what was better, and he goes, "Oh, definitely Big Brother." Because when you you're not really starving, they give you protein powder, or you you have a choice of of uh, you know protein powder with water. Or milk, I think they give you milk. I'm not sure because I never, I just got water, I just used water. And um, they said you could have protein powder or you could have the slop. And let me tell you, I did protein powder and pickles. Right. I ate pickles. Exactly. So Hayden was like, I starved to death when I was on Survivor. He goes, it's really (laughs) hard. Like he was really, he said, you starve. This is not. This is no joke. So you don't eat, <laughs> you know. That's true. That's true. Uh, if, they, you, if you that's can't go out, if you can't go out water and catch a fish or something, mm-hmm. you're not going to eat. Yeah, you're not going to eat exactly. So it's really. Yeah. I don't know how it is now. It might be more produced. I, I was never a Survivor fan. I mean, no, no offense to the people that went on it. I could never do what they do. I, I, I give them kudos. But I could never do that. I, I just I would I wouldn't even want to try, honestly. I hear you. Let me let me when ask you something about Kayla. let me ask you <laughs> Sheila, Sheila, let me ask you something about your season. You know, they had that it it was kinda controversial with the twist, <laughs> you know, where you were partnered up and of course you were partnered up partnered up with the eventual winner. But when that dissolved, you became a force. I mean, you got nominated three times, and you survived every time. You won five HOHs and made it all the way to the final three. You were on a mission. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I only won one HOH. And no, I meant you won the final five. You won the final five one. Five. Oh, I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I was nominated five times as well. I was only nominated three. It seemed um, like. Yeah, it was, that, that, I think I think you were nominated three times before finale night. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I got gotcha. you. So, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, look, uh, listen, I was, I have to tell you, this is what the fans don't know and what they don't see. I was devastated when I was evicted by Ryan because I really honestly thought Ryan was going to take me because he didn't have a shot in the hell to win up against uh, Adam. No, Adam didn't piss anybody off in the jury house. He, like... They, the only person that couldn't stand Adam was uh, was Joshua and Chelsea, but I mean yeah. Maddie and, and all of them loved him. Even you know, even he would. Crazy James would have persuaded you know Chelsea to vote for Adam, which he ended up doing anyway. But it was so weird when I got evicted. I I had to go. I didn't go into the jury house. They only brought me to the round table, and it was really far away. 
and they brought me back to a hotel near, because I lived in L.A., so I knew where I was. I, I lived in Studio City at one point where the Big Brother house is, and yeah. I was in a fetal position. They couldn't even get me out of bed. They were like, okay, uh, you can have either one Tylenol PM or one glass of wine, and I'm like, I'm already out of the damn house. Like, I need to be <laughs> yeah. medicated right now. Like, I need a bottle of freaking wine, and I need a bottle of Tylenol. <laughs> exactly. I was my eyes out. I got in bed. They had the handlers come in there and try to talk to me and get me out of bed and said that I had to go. And, uh, you know, I had to go to the to the round table. And then I had to do the show. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not I don't want to vote for either one of those assholes. I, I don't yeah. like them. You know? I hate I them. Get I hate it. both of them. I was just crying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I will say uh, that there was a couple people that when it came to, uh, like, the cur- the couple current seasons of Big Brother, I'd vote for yeah. my dog before I'd vote for uh, <laughs> some of them. Right. Right. I like, Todd not. Like Todd Rick? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I couldn't believe the stuff he did. Uh, oh, I, I know. Really Unbelievable. I Crazy. Yeah, I could watch think, it. I think, Sheila, I think, the, I think the general consensus is from your season, even with the after show problems that Adam had, most of the cast thought he actually deserved to win the show. What, Adam? Who, yeah. are you, who are you talking about, Jim? The winner, the winner, uh, Adam Jasinski. Yeah, he did deserve to win because yeah, he that's, played that's a what I'm saying. He had a lot of yeah. problems after the show ended, but I think with the cast, they all felt like uh, from what we've got here. He probably should win this season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I I thought that too because, like I said, he gave In all the miles. He's left two lanes to turn left on Country Club Drive. Um, I I'm basically I said that even when he did win and I was upset over it. You know, months later, of course, I thought about it, and um. Yeah, no, he definitely deserved to win because he, he played a good game. He won a lot of the competitions. And on top of it, sorry, because I'm going to have to jump off in about five minutes, or five or ten minutes. Um, okay. Yeah, okay. no, to this day I think that he deserved to win. Adam, uh, Adam played a really good game, and Ryan knew nothing about that game. Jim was, his girlfriend, you know. Yeah was basically right. an Uber fan. Like, she was this big fan. Right. And she'd watched every season, you know, from one to eight. And she was the one that got Ryan on there. They auditioned at the same time. She didn't think that, or maybe they, they didn't audition at the same time because they didn't know, maybe they did know that they were going to be in the house together. I don't know what the whole thing was on that. But he didn't deserve to win. Ryan didn't no. deserve to be in that position. He was carried yeah. through the game because of Adam. 
That's I'm right. What a waste of money, Sheila. That makes me sick, though. Come on. <laughs> what a waste of money. It really is. Like, you know, but hey, here's how it goes. You know, yeah. uh, Adam, Adam didn't pay taxes on that, on a half a million dollars. Nope. He, nope. he went to jail. <laughs> I guarantee you, look, he'll never, ever be in re- reality TV again. They don't want that. Right. They don't have anything. On country club they, don't, they don't have anything to do with him. So, right. exactly. you know, it is what it yeah. is. Every, every, huh? Everybody knows that story about him and Maddie, and, and we will never yeah. see either one of them again on uh, reality TV. We're we're staying to to CBS and Big Brother. We'll no one from uh, season nine. You'll never see them back on there. And if you do, I'll it, be shocked. I'll eat my words. But I know but a lot of it has to do with. That's yeah, bad because sad. there were some good players on it's that sad, season, yeah, like you yeah. and Natalie. Yeah, right, right. Some great players. And Parker, really I would love players. to have seen Parker get a shot because Jen just ruined it for him. That's yeah, and I felt the same way that Adam and Alex, uh, uh, Amanda and Alex were together. I felt like, you know, that was my soulmate. I was supposed to be with Alex. Yeah, you were supposed <laughs> to be I with him. That's <laughs> he was my soulmate. I filled out all the paperwork for it. You know what I mean? And then I got Adam. Okay, look at uh, the Castro again. It was like, oh, okay, geez. you're gonna give me this guy. You know, Sheila. So, I think uh, when I think about you. And guys, and please don't take offense to this, but I, I kind of think of a song that was titled "Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places." Uh, yeah, no kidding, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, but I think I think your I think your battery's about to die. Yeah. Real yeah. quick, Sheila. Yeah, why, don't, why, don't we, why don't we do a Why don't we do a proper send off to where you don't just okay. get cut off and let everybody say okay. their their thanks and good night to you. Okay, great. Hi, Sheila. Thanks, nice Sheila. meeting you. Yeah, nice talking to everyone. I want to come back on the show and and do some more. It's so fun. Oh, we're gonna. We will definitely have you back, Sheila. We will. Definitely. Sheila, one last memory. I loved when you would say, Boo the hell who. I love that, girlfriend. <laughs> loved it. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. It was so good talking to you again. Are you there? Okay, I love you guys. Thank you, Sheila. I'll, I'll, I'll text you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Another, Do you remember when she would say that, Jim? Boo the hell yeah, do. I, mean, I love another, it. Another fantastic guest, though. I mean, you know, and, and I've, I've talked with Steve about this quite a bit. And yep. my whole philosophy on trying to book guests, I know everybody's looking at, oh, go out and get the winner of that season, the winner of that, the winner, the winner, the winner, the winner, the winner. They don't make the they don't make the best guests. The best guests are the ones that didn't quite get there and will Agreed. talk to you about what the hell went wrong. Exactly. Love it. Those make the best guests and they're yep. more they're more open 
to telling you things because the one that won and won and won and won, they're thinking, well, I better be careful if I want to try to get back on the show. Yeah. These are the best guests, the ones that didn't quite make it. They open up, they tell you everything, mm-hmm. and they don't they don't care who hears it. They, I mean, just like Rennie last night, Natalie last, last week, and Sheila tonight, three very, very open guests that will tell you anything you want to know. And Steve, one thing yeah, I find interesting, one thing I find interesting is all three of them basically told us, yeah, they do kind of try to manipulate you. Yeah, it's pretty much uh, you know what what people have uh, speculated, you know, for so many years, it's pretty much a given now yep. at this point with uh yeah. with the, I mean, uh, the past it, three, the past you know, three you, you, podcasts. I mean, you may had. read reports. You may read reports. So and so said something, and you're like, "Well, I don't know if they said it." But if they're on here and they say it, you know, damn good and well they said it. Exactly. Yep. It's forever. So <clears throat> now, of course, uh, of course, uh, next. The, the next one, uh, the next one that we'll be doing, we don't know currently the uh, the date or time. Well, we know the time, but not the date because uh, Jim, your hogs uh, have a little business, a little bit of business to attend to. Yeah, yep, yep. Got a got a few, and I I explained this to Kansas on the phone today when we talked. It's getting complicated. I mean, we need to get these pods in because we've got Big Brother pods coming with you and Melissa. We've got the Challenge pods coming with me and you and Melissa. And then you've got Sports pods on Saturday with you. That only leaves four nights, and we're down to 17 more guests. Um, and you got to throw in possible baseball nights that wow. I can't do. So it's um you know, it it's kinda of, we're we're kinda of doing it on the fly right now, but we're trying to get as many as we can. So yeah. I missed Rennie though last night. That's so oh, that's such a bummer. Oh Rennie well, Jim, Rennie was great. Rennie was great. I love her. Rennie was great. Oh it was well, great. Hey, Jim, I don't know how many more um, Big Brother people you have coming on, but we could always mix that in with our recap. Um, Adam, how do you pronounce his last name instead of Baconator? Adam Pope? Adam, Pope Adam Pope? Pope? Bush? I, I don't know. Pope. Adam, Adam Pope. Let me, let me look at my, let me look at my pictures. I can tell you. Adam, Adam is one of them. But there, there's another one, too, I think. Let me look. I've been trying to kind of knock out the Big Brother ones first. Uh, let me look. Because I got pictures saved. Adam. Um, JoJo is coming back. Oh, I like JoJo. Oh, that's JoJo. so cool. That's awesome. Ad, Adam, and jo, Adam and JoJo are the last two. And then for Survivor, we got Dawn. R.C., Ashley Trainer, Naonka, Bob and Peggy Crowley, Cha-Cha, 
Mitchell Olson, the Godfather Carl Boudreaux, Matt and Tessa, Matt and Tessa Bischoff, Paul and Connie Wachter, Earl Cole, Artist Sylvester, Zane Knight, Edna Ma, um, and Chet Welsh. So we've got a lot of survivors. We got a lot of survivors coming. Great survivors there, yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of survivors coming, but uh, we're we're getting down to the end of of uh, Big Brother because we've got JoJo and uh, who was the other one? Adam. Jojo Adam. Jo- Adam. and Adam. Yeah. Jojo and Adam. Yeah. You know who would have been a great guest for Big Brother? Because I think you're friends with him, Jim Lawan. Yeah, I am. I am friends with him. Because he would and be I, a great I have, guest. I, I Everybody have, I would love never, him. I have I have never contacted him about. I bet he home. he would probably do it because he used to do, you know, the um, Michelle Costa show, which is no longer. <laughs> and he and he and always he, would come is, on and uh, talk to fans. And he's and he's in Big Brother Whispers. He's a great guy. So. Um, you're trying to add work to me, woman. Hush. I know. I'm, but the one's definitely that he's another one. He's he's an old friend that I, just I, I do agree. He, he I would do know agree. me. He, he would naturally know me. I do agree. We, we he'd developed be a, good a nice guest, friendship. <laughs> but he's terrific. Everybody would love him. He's just he's packed with personality and he's just so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, he would be good. He would be really good. I'd l- I'd love to talk to him. He he would and I think he would fit what we try to do. I think he would oh, be yeah. somebody that would openly Absolutely. talk. Yeah. I did I did contact another of my big brother friends I've known forever and ever and ever, but I haven't heard back from him. And he it wasn't that he was that great of a player, but it was like he he will tell you anything you want to know and it was Marvin Latimer oh man that would be a great guest yeah I think he would too I mean I've I've known him since he was on the show I mean Marvin wow I'm not going to tell you what site he uses but you know he was uh him and his dad were in the business like funeral home business and his email, when we first started talking, I thought it was funny because his email was dig six because they dug six <laughs> feet under the ground. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, and I told him, I said, dude, that, that is, that's perfect. <laughs> but uh, but I, have, I didn't hear, I haven't heard back from him. So um, if Marvin did want to do the show, I would definitely put him on because he is very outspoken. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Huh. So, no? how is everybody doing? What do you think about these pods? They gonna be fun, Love Steve? It. They're right. awesome, Jim. Uh, so so far from what we've uh, so far from what we've seen from what we've heard these uh, these first three uh, pods for our our night with uh, series. Uh, yeah. It is very eye-opening. Uh, I wasn't expecting to, uh, you know, to hear uh, about Johnny Depp tonight. So that, uh, Isn't that, that was cool. Uh, John, Sheila yeah. has the best story. Johnny, Johnny Depp, Scott Bayo. Yep. 
Pamela okay, Anderson. Uh, since, since I came in late, could you tell me what, uh, give me the Reader's Digest version of those stories? Um, she, she, she did a film with Johnny Depp and found him to be very charming, very kind. And she did point out he was a very good kisser. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and they had a problem with somebody on the set that was a jerk and Johnny got rid of them right away. So her opinion of Johnny was. He was probably telling the truth in all of that crap with uh, with Amber. See, but Jim, that was back in the '90s. He's changed since the '90s. Let's be real now. People are not always the same, and, and honestly, watching—I had to agree with. I think she said it was her sister that watched it, and what her sister said. Because I have to agree with the sister. I kind of found both of them guilty in a lot of ways. Oh, I did. I, I did didn't. too. I did too, Kansas. I thought. I thought they both were. They should have just walked away and split up instead of going yeah, to the extreme exactly. they went to, you know? Well, um, he did walk away. He tried to. You didn't listen to the tape. He tried to walk away, and, and, and she, um, he had a, you know, a restraining order. Uh, or she, you know there, there was a restraining order that she put on him, and she shows up at his place, and he asked her to leave, and she wouldn't leave. You know, come on. Like I listened to the whole trial, and uh, she was not believable at all. She was acting that whole trial. Yeah, the acting I, was very bad. Yeah. And I, I agree with you. Yeah, they called it but he was acting, a, but you know, but, but let's be real though. He was acting too. <laughs> Come on, no. they both were. They were both. I, I acting. mean, I, look, Did I, you I watch see both sides Kansas? of that because yeah, I, I watched. Think, I, I saw a good portion I, of it. I do think Johnny played up to the cameras. I really yes, do. Very much so. Why not? But about Johnny played. Uh, Johnny played up to the cameras, but the problem, the problem with Amber is. She like one of the uh, one of the jurors uh, did an interview with TMZ, and not a, they said not a single juror believed her sob story because right. she changed her emotions yep. far too much during that tri- during that whole entire trial that basically made them believe that she was completely full of bullshit. Yeah, I like, she could even she some could be of, sobbing uh, one moment. She could be sobbing one moment, and then the very next moment, she could she could be laughing. And he's being sued again, Laura. He has to go back to court by somebody <laughs> oh, else know, now. Did you hear that I one? Mean, you know, I, of course he's being sued I again. Mean, you know, I, he I is mean, known I, to have I a have terrible no, temper now. He I might not have had that temper in the 90s, but he's I known to have a tenses, very bad temper I now. I listen to everything I I um I know I I actually know somebody who knows him. Uh I don't um I I I think he's far more credible than Amber Heard. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Far I find more him credible. more credible than her too, but I think both of them were guilty in in ways. I don't think I agree with that. I, I, I think, think there's some probably, bad stuff that happened I with him too. I think he's probably more I think he's probably a little more credible. Yes. But I think I think they both dropped the ball. Yeah, 
I have to agree. I don't think either of them should have won anything, truthfully. They both should have walked yeah, away with I, I nothing. Think, I, think was... the, I think the judge should have just stood up the end, end and said, why didn't y'all just get a damn divorce and move exactly. on? Case dismissed. Right. Well, they did get a divorce, Jim. No, but, but they did Yeah, but they didn't away. move on. They didn't move well, on. They do he all tried these. to move on. She didn't want him to move on. It, at any rate, you guys didn't watch the whole trial, I, I, I don't think. I saw her as a gold no. digger. I definitely saw that. I definitely believe she was a gold digger. She ended up with Elon Musk. Am I right? Isn't that the father of her child now? Well, well I, I know, I know, I know she's probably like that because like we... Like when I told Sheila tonight, um, before she met Johnny, she basically was known as being a lesbian and was in a lesbian relationship. Yep. And, and, but and then she, she meets and, and Johnny, she, and wow, now and she's she, going to marry Johnny she, Dell. In an airport, she, <laughs> she um, physically abused and mentally abused that Relation, that woman that she was in a yeah, relationship with. Yeah, with. I heard about that too. Yep. So, yeah, come on. You know the woman. You know, and if you heard her tape and how she talked to him, come on, Johnny. You're, you know, you're just a, a fat old man, and yeah, I hit you. You know, well, the, come on. The, I the heard him on tape the, too. I'll, I'll, yeah, the I hear too. But too, you know what? He admitted <laughs> to his problems. He admitted yeah, to his problems. Yeah. She did yeah. not. Right. Yeah. I agree. Did, I agree with. I agree with all of the that. Big, yep. The big. The big thing but for I, me though. I, I will look, me, look. I will say this about the two of them. <clears throat> I mean, it was court TV. It was like I saw it described. There's a movie playing out on TV, which it was, and he was the better actor than she yes. was. Yeah, I yes. don't believe that. Well, I agree. I agree with that, Jim. What made, <laughs> yeah, well, you what can. What made me believe that she was? Uh, you know what? what men are abused. You guys, you got to realize that there's a me. There was a Me Too movement, and it it's it, it focused on women. But maybe, uh, like I, I personally have a, a guy friend who was abused by his wife. So maybe I'm just a little. Um, I, you know, she was really sneaky and everything in the way she did things. Uh, yeah. But he was physically and mentally abused. So when I saw that trial, I really related to it because I, I remember what my friend went to went through with, with his wife. And it, you know, there were so many similarities. Um, and I think we, we as people have to realize it's not just women who are abused. It's not mm-hmm. just women. Very true. You know, you know and, Absolutely. and this, whole, this whole Me Too movement, I think it went too too far. <laughs> you know, um, I think people were coming forward that didn't have any abuse issues. And um, it backfired on some of them. And now, you know, like a man comes forward, he speaks the truth, he admits to being an alcoholic, he admits to using drugs. Um, the problem with Amber Heard was, you know, w- what happened with, when Johnny Depp admitted to those things? He became more human to the jury. When Amber Heard didn't, you know, wouldn't admit to some of the things that she said and did, 
she she wasn't um, um, more human, right? She was a liar. Well, yeah, it made her. Like it definitely she, didn't make her credible when she would do that. No, exactly. It's, it's, right. It's I like agree. As she said, it's, a, it's as she said in one of the uh, recordings that was played. Why would anybody believe you? Uh, why would anybody believe you being a victim? You're a man. Everybody would yeah. believe that I'm a victim, though. So that's why she was obviously seen throughout this whole thing as the aggressor. Because yeah. none of the you could tell just just if somebody were to have uh, were to have just played that one tape without any testimony, without anything else in that trial, that one statement should have made that's Amber true. guilty right from the very beginning. I believe that's I believe that that's for sure, Steve. You know, like I I think um, because it's you know, I, intense. Yeah. But well, yeah. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me back that up a little bit. What if she's telling him that because she knows he has abused her and she can make a case? Oh. No. I'm I'm just that asking. Well, I'm just sense. asking. I'm just asking. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't make sense. I don't think. I I, I think that. Um, yeah, I just. Well, think I mean, that if a woman if a woman's been abused, and her and her husband are in this dispute about suing each other and seeing what the courts will believe. Why wouldn't the woman say, why would they believe you? Because you're a man, and you abused me. But she admitted to hitting him. She admitted to abusing him. You know, that was on tape. She admitted all those things. Yeah, that's, that's fine. You know, that's fine, Laura. That, that's but fine, that Laura. Tape, but I'm just, Laura, that's fine. I don't give a damn who he is. If you're a man... And a woman wants to get in a a uh, altercation with you like that, you get the fuck out and you leave. You don't get he involved. He tried. In. You didn't watch. You didn't listen to the tapes, Jim. Like, Did she hold him down and not let him leave? <laughs> he locked himself in the bathroom. This is a guy went, with. Okay. This is a guy <laughs> with with probably. This is a guy with probably eight hundred million dollars. He couldn't get away from. He couldn't get away from a hundred-pound woman. He had security. He had security in the house, and he can't get away from her. Well, I will. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just asking. I'm just asking because that don't make sense to me. Well, I'll tell you something. We just lost Laura. I'll tell you something, Jim, that makes it. And uh, well, JB has joined us in the process as well. Who? JB. But, uh, oh, glad uh-oh. you can make You're... it, JB. Hi, JB. Hello. How are you? She... <laughs> We're uh, great. Sheila's gone. You missed her. Uh-oh. But, the... <laughs> but uh... There's only one thing I could say is probably why uh, uh, Johnny stayed with uh, Amber. 
The sex must have been really good. I mean, she's yeah, good enough for her to shit in I his mean, bed. I mean, come on, come on. I mean, you can <laughs> say what disgusting, you, y'all. You, you can oh say what you goodness. can say what you want to. You can say what you want to about this trial and everything, but she's a beautiful girl. Yeah, she well, is. The one, well, to be honest, Jim, before this trial even started, I never even heard of Amber. <laughs> yeah, me either. I had, I had seen, I had seen a couple. I of saw movies her in Aquaman. She yeah, I had seen a couple no of movies. She was in. She's been completely recast now from Aquaman, so they're gonna they're gonna reshoot all of her scenes uh, that she was in with a with a different actress. So, yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna throw they're gonna throw three four hundred million dollars at Johnny Depp to make another pirate movie. No, he's been fired. Apparently. Yeah, he's he's done with that. That's from uh, what I heard. Yeah. Instead, instead it's uh, instead it's uh, Margot Robbie. I think that's uh, that's doing a new one. Never heard of them. Uh, Margot Robbie is the chick that played uh, Harley Quinn. Yeah, but why would she be in the pirate thing in a male role? Well, well, they want Disney wants to be self inclusive. Oh God, <laughs> that's gonna that's hey, gonna you know, this that's gonna go down this, faster than the Titanic did. And they won't even have a band playing. You know what though? I wouldn't be surprised if they make some money on that. I really don't. I would not be surprised. Uh, I would. That I mean, that series is not going to do anything without Johnny Depp. And am I well, the only it's, one it's, in the world? It's like, that it's like the Halloween movies. You need Jamie Lee Curtis. The Scream movies yeah. that are going to find out. You need <laughs> Nev Campbell. Or if you're not going to, if you're not going to do Johnny Depp, at least bring back Kira Knightley. Who starred along? Oh, I loved her. In, in some of the she films, she was great. It's like but doing it's like doing Friday the Thirteenth without Jason. <laughs> or doing well, Top Gun depend- without uh, Tom Cruise. That depends, though. I I I agree with. Uh, yeah, you can't do Top with Gun without thing. Tom Cruise. Jim, it's it's like uh, when they got rid of. Uh, What's his name? Who played Jason? Uh, Kane Hodder, and they replaced him with uh, Ken Kersinger, the guy who Kane Hodder beat the shit out of in one of the Friday the Thirteenth films. <laughs> uh, it, it, the character didn't even it didn't even feel the same anymore. Right? Like, yes. Uh, what if you do? What if you do Freddy Krueger and you don't have the original guy? Oh, Robert Earl Haley, it's already been done, and it sucked. Right. It sucked. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They they can do this pirate thing, but without Johnny, I, I you know, I mean, they, they may make some money, but it's going to be half of what they would have made if they had Johnny. And I'm showing I still, my I age. still want... Go ahead. 
But I'm showing my age here, Jim, but it's like doing the Police Academy movies without Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. Is How's Reggie, your husband? Reggie, is your husband okay, Reggie, are you Teresa? still here? Teresa, is your husband uh, no, okay? No, Reggie, Reggie dropped before Sheila did. Okay. Well, right. the last the last I heard, because I came home, uh, and I was like, exhausted. I only got four hours sleep last night. And uh, when when I woke up from my nap, I called the ho- I called the hospital, and they said that uh, they took the uh, breathing tube out of his mouth, and he was tough. So I'm going to go back up to the hospital in the morning. And it's many pr- just l- so many prayers, you know, for okay. for a quick recovery. I'm just yeah, so sorry, know, Teresa. They don't know what happened. They still don't. They still don't know what happened with him. But he collapsed in the cooler at work, and apparently his heart stopped. He went into cardiac arrest at one point. Wow. And as a, and I was up there most of the day yesterday. Most most of the day yesterday and most of the day today, and uh, they they still don't don't know what's the matter with it. I'm so Prayers sorry. to everyone involved. I mean, I debated on whether or not to even call tonight, but I was like, well, maybe this might be good therapy for me. Yeah, I'm so glad to hear your voice. We are into the overtime hour. Don't hang up. Don't get caught off. We can't get you back on, so stay on the line. And I have to say, I'm probably going to be glutton for punishment later. I had a cup of coffee at 7 o'clock. And, and <laughs> You're going to probably be up all night. Even it would be with, hard to uh, sleep Eddie's anyway, though, going partner, through all that. I wouldn't be able to sleep. Yeah. Even with Eddie's partner having cancer, he would always call here every week just to get, uh, you know, some uh, sanity into his, yeah. you know, into him. Yeah, yeah you need that. Kind of get his mind, kind of get his mind off of it. Yeah, yep. and that's been what a year and a half almost. At least a year. At least a year. Or has it been a, you know, I know it was And Teresa, you know you got your year. friends here, you know? Yeah. And then at some yeah. calls that I don't drive, and the hospital's 30 minutes away. Wow. So what, what are they going to do, Teresa? Is he going to have bypass surgery or what? No clue. I think uh, I think that that if uh, I mean they're good, they're they're good doctors. They're you know what, but it's like I think that they don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. 
Did you uh did you see the signs? Did you know something was wrong? Nope. It, you didn't. Uh, see, you I, I, I've work? been through. I've, I've been through this. I, I had a uh, I had a heart attack at a, at an early age, and I just I knew something was wrong because I could not freaking stop sweating, and it was not even warm or anything. I had the air. I could not stop sweating. But yeah, apparently so, he so was. So I called nine one one, and I called nine one one. They sent an ambulance out, and they checked me over. Of course, they checked the blood pressure and stuff, and it was just freaking sky high. It was like two forty over something. And, wow. And so they're they're fixing to put me in the ambulance, and my concern. This is how I was thinking. My concern is, well, what if you get me to the hospital and everything's okay? How am I going to get home if you take me in an ambulance? Let me, I'll just drive out there. And, and the ambulance driver laughed at me. He said, look, if if there's nothing wrong with you, I'll bring you back home. So, yeah. so I go in and... It was probably seven or eight o'clock at night. Next morning, I wake up. They, you know, they've run a bunch of tests and stuff. And doctor comes in. I'm like, so what happened? Why'd I feel like that? He said you had a heart attack. I said what? He said you had a heart attack. I said how do you know? He said because we've got we've got all the test results. You had a heart attack. Well, I said, we know wow. that's one thing he and he, did not and have this, this was this was in Arkansas. This was in Arkansas. And I said, uh, okay, so I going back home today, he said, No, you're going to Memphis. We're sending you to Memphis in an ambulance and mm. you're gonna have a heart surgeon up there see you in the hospital. And so they send me that day to Memphis and I have a heart surgeon and he says, you know, after he's looked at everything and all the tests and everything, he said, um, I think we need to we need to have surgery, and you um, need to have some stents put in. I'm like, okay, all right, no big deal. Do the surgery, and then all of a sudden, all my damn family's showing up. All my family's showing up. I'm like. This shit must be serious. They they don't call my family in here, and so the funny thing is, I say it's funny because you know they shave me everywhere and get me prepared for surgery, and I'm in there just to have a, a, a stent or two put in. No big deal. They put me to sleep. Then they wake me up, and they tell me, after looking at you, we think you just, we think you just need triple bypass surgery. We should do triple bypass. And I'm like, okay, you know, because I was still kind of lightheaded and loopy and everything. 
So they put me back to sleep, and then they do the triple bypass, and, you know, it's been okay, you know, as long as I take my medication and do what I do. But um, that's the reason I was asking, Teresa, because I had signs. I I have never been like that where I just could not stop sweating. I had cooked myself some supper and was watching a TV show on a – on a TV tray, and I I was sweating so bad I had to get a towel to use. And I just kept feeling, this something, this something ain't right. This ain't right. And that's when I But you I never called. suffered any chest pains or anything? No. Too? No, I never had any pains. Wow. Never had one, never had one pain. Not one. Well, I know in 2015, his arm was hurt real bad. He thought he pulled something in his arm. He went to urgent care and texted me about an hour or so later and said, yeah, I had a heart attack. Yeah. So. Well, whatever. And, they, and you know, the, the main thing afterwards is they told me to take an aspirin every day because it's a blood thinner. It keeps your blood uh-huh. thin, and yep. it keeps your arteries from clogging up to your heart. So they said just, mm-hmm. you know, best thing you can do is take an aspirin. That's what they have him do. What they're thinking is that fluid got into his lungs and or is a bronchial tube, and it caused him to exasperate. Whatever the hell that is. <laughs> it's like, speak to me like I'm a four-year-old, please. Don't well, use if, if they, if, if they do surgery, if they do surgery, Teresa, I can tell you what you're in for. You're in for at least two months of him probably being on some kind of monitor where they can keep up with his heart rate from where they're at. They did that to me. I had to wear something where was um, it a life vest? The, where the doctors could keep up with what my heart rate was, and I was told to try to walk a mile a day. Yeah, there. And you know why? You know why they tell you to walk like that after you had the surgery because. For some reason, when they mess with your heart, you're more inclined to have depression um, and stuff like that. They did that with me. And this is my story. When my daughter was about eight weeks old, I had just fed her, and I was sitting on the couch, and she spit her pacifier out. Well, with my daughter, when you spit the pacifier out, it's your fault that she doesn't have it in her mouth, and she gets really upset. (laughs) So I reached down and picked up the pacifier and was going to try to put it in her mouth, but I couldn't coordinate it. Um, I just couldn't coordinate it. I went paralyzed on my left side. And so I went into panic mode. I put her down on the couch as far to the back of the couch as I could, and I went to stand up. And I fell over. Mm. My phone was my phone was in the kitchen. 
so I had to drag mm. myself with my left or my right side up a little flight of stairs, two or three stairs there, to the phone and get the phone. I pulled myself up on the table and grabbed the phone and then just laid on top of the table and called 911. And then when everything, the what they determined, what they determined was that I had a TIA caused by a small piece of a um, blood clot I had in my leg that traveled through a hole in my heart, and that's what caused all my problems. Well, oh my God! So I had to, so Those, I had to uh, go in. I I, I, I don't had, hear a lot of people. I don't hear a lot of people. I don't hear enough people talk about blood clots, but they cause a lot of damage. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yep, they do. And I had just gone back on birth control right before that. So wow. That that's and you know I was over, I was almost thirty five when I had her. Yeah. You were so, so young. I was, thir- was thirty four, and um. Anyway, the then that August that was like in the beginning of June actually. So it's been twenty five years ago. Wow. So, yeah. um, so anyway, uh, that was in early June when that happened, and in early August I had the open heart surgery to repair the hole in my heart. Wow. But the hole in my heart was there for a reason, because had that yeah. hole not been there, I would have been dead. Yeah. So. Oh, Melissa, wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you're here, yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, and then, you know, a couple of years later, almost three years later, I had my son. So I was fine. Steve, I'll tell you. Wow. Steve, I'll tell you, he was just a kid back then. I know you want to hear this. And Tim, when he, if he listens to the playback, Alexis. Yeah, he's on the line right now. Everyone else who knows our oldest son, um... When I was going through that, um, and they were, you know, they were wheeling me, pushing me in to surgery, he walked all the way to the door with me. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and after the surgery, they told me, you have to get out and you have to walk. Because people that <coughs> oh, have yeah, they heart got on surgery, me right away, Melissa. People, they got on me. People that have I mean, heart problems. Yeah, I mean it was like doing I just had, I just had triple bypass surgery, and they're like, you need to get up and be walking yep. up and down these halls and up and down them steps yep. right down there in the corner. Because it will help ease depression. It will help ease the depression. Yeah. That's what they told me. But it didn't work for me because I went through a really bad time. <laughs> well, they didn't tell me what it was for. Basically, what they told me for was that you need to start this recovery so you can go home. And that's what yep. I wanted. I wanted to get my ass out of that hospital. <laughs> you find the eight. Girl. Okay, so um, 
Yeah. We did get Tim added onto the line, but uh, I didn't notice it until a little bit ago. But uh, we did manage to get him in uh, on the on the line uh, during the after show. Okay, yep. good deal, Tim. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Good, sure. good. I know, I know you like to hear that about. I know you like to hear that about Christopher. Mhm. Yeah. I mean, he was just he was just a just a young teenager, and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. holding my hand all the way. Mhm. Yeah. Yep. So, and I can what? tell you, I've been through heart surgery twice myself. It's not it's not fun, is it? Nope. What was yeah, it, Jim, the, that you went in the hospital for when I called you that one time? Um, maybe it was, oh, God, what was that? It was, uh, Lightning. what, oh, wait, I'm trying to think, because it seemed like it started out it with golf. No, it seemed like a starlight with gallstones, but it pan, was it what JB was it pancreatitis? It could have been. Yeah, because I, I called you in the hospital. Because I yeah, called I you in the hospital and I said, "Am I allowed to call you?" And you said, "I don't give a shit." <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not a very good patient when I'm. I'm not a very good patient when I'm somewhere. Um, but I think it was pancreatitis. Um, that was when they did not let me have any food or water for 10 yeah. days. Wow. Trying to trying to clean out my system. And I was going That was worse than the than the the heart surgery because I couldn't eat. I couldn't even drink water. I couldn't have nothing. And they kept on and on with it. And Christopher, of course, he was there with me at at that time, too. He was spending every night with me on a cot in the room. And uh, that's, that's before J.J. and I were um, physically together, we were in touch. Yeah. She was sending me stuff. She sent me flowers and stuff. So sweet. Um, but it kept going on and on and on, JB, and I was getting so damn hungry. And I felt like I was okay. I was getting better. I'm, you know, let me eat. And, and, and it was, one of those, and I, I don't know if Melissa, if you went through this, but it was one of those where a doctor comes in with a lot of interns, and they're training them and saying, "What oh, would God. you say? What would you do?" So I've got like five of these people in white coats in there talking about what they would do, and I'm like, "Uh, feed me, feed me." <laughs> and they wouldn't do it. Yeah. yeah. When and I had the mini stroke. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, what I did. Eventually, what I did. 
I ordered pizza, hot wings, <laughs> I salad. remember that. Oh, yeah, shit. pizza, hot wings, salad, and soda from Pizza Hut to be delivered to the hospital. <laughs> and I had oh, Christopher no. go down on the I had Christopher go down on the first floor with my credit card and pick it up. <laughs> And he brought it back up to the room, and me and him pigged out on all that food. And oh, then it, it was it was it was funny because a nurse walked in and saw it, and she just shook her head and smiled and turned around, and walked off. She didn't say a word. Next day, all them damn interns and doctor come in, and they're like, uh. We think we think today is the day that you can eat. And I said, well, you know what? It's a damn good thing because I had some Pizza Hut last night. Oh, Jim. <laughs> oh, shoot. So I'm not a, I'm not a good patient. I'm you know I'm not a good patient. But JB, I think that's uh-huh. when you're talking about. Yeah, because I called you in the hospital and I said. Are you allowed to take uh, phone calls? And you said, "You know what? I really don't give a fuck." <laughs> I did. I damn sure that's did. That's how you said. Hey, <laughs> yeah, if they I, catch I, me, I what the hell? What the hell are they gonna do? <laughs> and I think I talked to you for maybe thirty-five, forty minutes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, we had a good, we had a good talk, and it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's just. I mean. That's just me when I'm in in medical care. I am I fully admit I am probably one of the world's worst patients. Huh? It's non stop room thing. Oh, okay. So we got a But yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that's when it was, J B. Pretty sure. Okay, yeah. This was like around two thousand nine, I guess. It might have been a couple years. It wasn't uh yeah, it was after the heart thing, so yeah. And I think I think that's the only thing I've been back in the hospital for since the heart thing was the uh, pancreatitis. So that's what it. I think that's what it had to be. We got a storm brewing here. We got lightning and thunder. No rain yet though. So, um, so I got I got to tell my story about going in the hospital too and that was a year and a half ago when I had uh, deep vein thrombosis they yeah, did not, like that, not, that, sounds not com- that sounds complicated <laughs> that blood clot it, they were yeah they were taking uh, a woman was doing this uh, like ultrasound on my uh, leg and she went all around it. She must have spent maybe about uh, five minutes on it. And then she said, I'll be back. She called my doctor. And the doctor said, you know, just for um, just to be on the safe side, I want you to go to the hospital overnight just in case something would happen, I would be at the hospital, and I didn't understand that. I said, do I actually have this? You know, what's going on? He said, we're just, we, we just want 
you to go there for like an observation. You will be there overnight just in case something happens because they did see a clot in my uh, leg. And they said, you know, if something happens, at least you'll be in one of the, you know, best uh, hospitals in the in the country. And I said, okay. They put me on this blood thinner for about six months and took yeah. me off of it. Yeah, they they after after my heart surgery they put me on a blood thinner, but then um, the 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 doctor said, you know, you know, seriously, you'll get the same effect if you just take an aspirin every day and you don't have to take this this medicine. I said, okay, that's cool. I'll yeah, take aspirin every day. Aspirins are a blood thinner, exactly. Yeah, okay, I said on. I'll just take an aspirin every day, and I still to this day I take an aspirin every day. Yeah. So. Jim, I started taking a baby aspirin every day when I turned forty because both my mother and my father had the heart issues. Yeah. And, I've, and, that, and I never that's what stopped. I take. That's what I take, Kansas. It's one of them. A baby aspirin, yeah. Yeah, it's a baby aspirin. It's eighty-seven milligram or uh-huh. whatever you want to call it. Yep, milligrams. Yeah. 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 So. So hopefully yeah, that'll keep me too. from getting a blood clot because I definitely, when I bleed, it, def- it takes a long time for it to stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm sure Tim and uh, Steve are saying, "Oh shit!" You mean this might happen to me when I get older? <laughs> <laughs> I hope well, Melissa I was the young. Kim, Melissa Kim was in her, thir- a- in her early 30s. Kim has actually already been through a couple of heart surgeries. Yeah, Whoa. it is early How age. Melissa was. Yeah, I just have a genetic condition that caused that. All Steve, all Steve has to deal with is hangovers. Yeah, I know a guy that had a stroke drink. in his late twenties. Because of his you know, drinking, I mean, it's really not hey. an age thing. Uh, happen any time, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and uh, let me tell you something. My most recent heart surgery was probably eleven years ago, just about now. It was like right before my senior year of high school, I remember. And uh, when I got in there. I remember they told me I was going to be in the hospital for five days afterwards, but I got out in two, so. And I had no complications from it either. Good. Yep. And everything's been good since then. Yep, everything's been good since then. Good. Oh, that's good. good. That's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Well, we what, are still what, what on. The, and we are still on either. the. Uh, we are still on the medical portion of our show. <laughs> the medical portion. <laughs> oh shoot! Everybody's everybody's yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about their medical problems. Uh, yeah, you never you never know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> exactly. Everybody just know it. Yeah. Everybody. 
Everybody, well. this is now the WebMD podcast. This is now the WebMD podcast. <laughs> well, to add to the medical part, I have to tell you that I had a spot on my arm that I was concerned may be cancerous. But I went to the dermatologist today, and he seems to think that it's not cancer, but he did he did take it off. He did do a biopsy just in case. So. Well, I'm glad it turned out not to be can, cancer, uh, Melissa. And for yeah. the people who have... For the people who have played in our Whispers games, you'll understand this reference. Do I have to call in Dr. Vidi Voomba? <laughs> uh, you might need to at this, at this rate. <laughs> oh. Is that the one that gave all the insults? No, not even close. Okay. But I I was like a Zing bot from uh uh He said Vinny Voom Ba. Oh. Vinny Voom Ba Vinny Voom Ba was a funny character as a <laughs> so called um Team doctor in our games. Okay. Yeah. No, I haven't. Most notably the explosion games. Very, very uh, funny. He was very, very funny. Yeah, one thing I think there it was are some questions five questions that said how good it is. There are some like questions that said just how, how good at his job Dr. Vinny Booba was, but uh, he was funny, so. <laughs> I still, <laughs> hey, I still have his picture saved. <laughs> yeah, what, Jim, one of the things I'll always remember with the uh, Whispers game is, uh, I won't say the name on uh, the podcast, but you said this person was the reason God invented the middle finger. <laughs> oh. So, Melissa, do you have an idea of what kind of host I was when she says that? (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Well, let's let's put it like this, Melissa. If people showed up Mm -hmm. at Tribal Council or a live eviction and they tried to dodge questions, that did not work with me. I made them talk, which really made the game more fun and more competitive because information was coming out. And if they didn't want to talk, well, you know, they might could He leave. had his ways. <laughs> so, but most everybody understood, and they knew. I mean, everybody knew when they showed up, you know, oh, my God. 
this is the worst part of the game. We got to go talk to Jim. They knew that. They knew they didn't want to be there. They didn't want to be a tribal council or live eviction. So it kept them trying to play hard and not come back. They didn't want to be there. Um, on another, except, on another. except for the tribe that decided <laughs> after they won the uh, challenge to be like, no, we want to go to tribal council because there's somebody we want to get rid of. Yeah, I mean, that was crazy. We actually had that happen one time, Melissa. A tribe yeah. won, and then the other tribe said, no, we won't to lose and let them be safe so we can go to tribal council and we can vote somebody out. That happened. That actually happened. Yeah, and I'm and I'm glad it did because I remember I was probably going to go home. <laughs> Tim is yeah, like, was... yes, yes. Tim's sitting there like, yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Do it, Jim. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, and I was... And I was like, okay, we won. I'm getting ready to go to bed. No, no, no. We're having tribal council now. <laughs> and yeah, I, I know I you're just, thinking like, what the hell? We won. <laughs> I mean, but the guy, the person that got voted out that night was a great A weirdo. <laughs> but that, Melissa. You would not believe the things that happened in our online games. It's crazy. That's just one example. I mean, you've never seen that happen on a show, but it happened in our games. And of yeah, course, I'm it. gonna let. Of course, I'm gonna let it happen. <laughs> and Melissa, there was a threat, and this is where everything went went to shit. Apparently some the people got their feelings hurt and there was a thread yeah. on Facebook about eight hundred comments long. Oh. Oh I can I oh my God. Tim threads in uh explosion uh-huh. and and in whispers games there were a lot of times they exceeded a thousand, and we would have yep. to start a new thread because once you got to a thousand, uh, Facebook I, would. Uh, yeah. Well, what what, what they, they, they silenced you? They wouldn't let you talk. Yeah, they would put you in Facebook jail, basically. Yeah, yeah, and we had and, to do that a lot because. And everybody knew the backup account I was going to use because, yeah. hey, you know, when we get up to a thousand, they're going to silence Jim and he's going to have to go to this backup account. Yep. So that's Luckily. that's how popular they were, Michelle, uh, Melissa. I mean, that's how popular they mm-hmm. were. Over a thousand posts a thread. Yeah. Luckily, wow. they didn't do that when they hit when you had um, oh, what's his face? I can't think of his I can't Sash? think of his name. Uh, Sash. Sash, yeah, 
It must they have didn't had do about the sa- They didn't do it to sash. They didn't do it to sash on his live chat because when we were doing that live chat, he got a warning from Facebook saying he was spamming the Whispers group because he was uh, all he was doing was replying to all the questions. Yeah. But in Facebook's opinion, he was spamming the group. And he messaged me, and he said, Jim, what am I going to do? They're, they're talking about, you know, disabling my account. They think I'm spamming. I said, do you have a backup account? And he said, yes. I said, go get your backup account, bring it in here, and we'll use that one. He said, okay, okay, okay. And that's what we did. And we did the yeah, rest of the night okay. with his backup account. That's right. probably, Steve, that's probably still to this day the most popular live chat we've ever had. Uh, pretty sure, yeah. I mean, we, we've had some good ones. Boy, have we had some good ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, I think as far as activity, that was probably the best one. As far as dropping bombs, it was Mitchell Olson. Yeah. <laughs> Who is, uh, may we remind everybody, coming up at some point in the near future. Right. So we'll actually get a live. Yeah, he, he's, he's agreed to a podcast. So that one, oh and my that was God, all that the way one, you, uh, Australia, season two. You won't want to miss that one, though, because he knows a lot of inside stuff from season one and season two, and he don't mind talking about it. Is that the one? He don't mind talking about the manipulation and the, I guess, the word you'd have to use is the cheating that went on. And, uh... Kelly Wigglesworth uh, servicing some of the crew members to get food. Yeah, he'll talk about that. He'll talk wow. about that. Is Laura still on? No, I Laura, think she dropped got off. Off. Laura dropped off. I think we've got Melissa, JB, Tim, Steve, Kansas, and me. I hope Laura's not angry. Hey! Talking about Johnny well, Lapp and about Johnny Depp. I doubt Laura's angry. I think she just probably, something happened, she dropped off. Yeah, you forgot. She's not, like, she, she's not like that. She knows people disagree about things. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, I, I just don't want her Oh, anything. boy. Okay. You forgot me, Jim. Oh, yeah, and Teresa's here. Teresa's here. So, Steve, Kansas, JB, Tim, Melissa, Teresa. That's who still left. Yeah, and at least I showed up tonight, unlike a certain uh, Boston Celtic who will hear it for uh, (laughs) quite a while. And Jim's where, oh, where are you tonight, Eddie <laughs> DeStereo? Where are you tonight? 
You fought oh, you know the world over, and it turned up to crap. <laughs> where, oh, where are you tonight? You know, he's grabbing a pitchfork, a gun, and a torch. <laughs> oh, that was here. Oh. Was that here? That's yeah. always Tommy. Yeah. I mean, I love, I love sports. I love teams. I love to promote the teams I like. But I don't do no talking about winning till it's over. Was that hee haw that you were singing, Jim? Yes. Yes, yes it was. I oh my, so. my God, you're so love that damn show. God, you're so good, Kansas. My dad Man, loved that, was that like, stinking show. Oh that my was God, like you got the girls on that. Years I can't ago. believe you picked up on that. He, I thought that sounded familiar. The where oh where yeah. are you tonight? I was a oh kid my God! That I, show I am so impressed. I am so impressed. <laughs> yeah, that's close to fifty years ago. No, yeah, I mean, I love the, I love those old videos. I love watching the videos. Oh man! Show. YouTube, YouTube has them. Yeah, yeah, they're on YouTube. I love watching those videos. YouTube has just about everything. Yeah. Yeah, that was the seventies. Really? There wasn't so in Kansas. Uh, Kansas. Kansas, they used to do they used to do a segment. They used to do a segment. And I think they I think they asked Grandpa. There was a guy on the name Grandpa Jones. I think they asked Grandpa, Hey Grandpa, <laughs> what's for supper? <laughs> and I saw that on YouTube and I've never forgotten it. He said Hog jaws and collard green hush puppies <laughs> and butter beans. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> I've never, I never forgot that when I saw that video. So has anybody here seen the new Jurassic World movie? No, yeah, I want sucks. to. How is it? It, it was sucks. good. It's horrible. It is. Yes, it don't really? even look like a it don't even look like a Jurassic movie. Really, it wasn't even done by Spielberg. It wasn't even done by Spielberg. It was we. The movie Kansas, was. This decent, is how bad it was, Kansas. This is how bad it was. We turned it off. Wow, Teresa said she liked it though. This was oh, this was basically the equivalent. It was basically the equivalent of this trilogy's version of Jurassic Park three, which was dog shit to begin with. Okay, and well, I Jurassic didn't World three, fittingly, this this basically this uh, this trilogy played out exactly the same way as the as the Jurassic Park trilogy played out. The first one was great. The second one was eh. The third one was like you basically just took a shit in a uh, in a toilet bowl. That's basically what it was. I mean, I liked the movie in some ways, but at the, at the same time, I was lost. I couldn't figure out what the hell this guy was doing. Yeah, true. It was it was like what 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 the hell? What is what what's going on here? And they brought back all the major characters and didn't really even use them. 
And as far as Spielberg goes, he hasn't been interested in doing Jurassic Park since the second film. That's it. Like there was, uh, there's gonna he'll he'll be an executive producer, but there's no getting him to come back and and direct another film. And and just be honest, Steve. Just be honest. He's putting his name as an executive producer. Yeah. It's washing each other's back. He's letting them use his name while they send him a yeah. big check, and he ain't got a damn thing to do with it. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, keep in mind, he's the one that puts the franchise on the map, so. But, yeah, he's not doing anything with it now. He don't. He don't have any say-so over it. He don't do nothing. All he does is collect a big fat check for letting them say he's the executive producer and letting people think, oh, oh, Spielberg, Spielberg, when Spielberg didn't do crap on this movie. Yeah, he did. He did crap on the movie. He, he didn't do nothing on this piece of crap. They didn't they bring back the original stuff? Didn't they bring back Jeff Goldblum? And yeah. There ain't no way Spielberg had yeah, anything to do with, with no, this piece of crap. No. I, I think what well, they tried to do was they tried, they, they tried to appeal a little bit more. With, with the storyline that they did with the original three, they basically tried to appeal to something that could have maybe have been done in the original trilogy. But uh-huh. The way they went about it was the wrong way to do it because it made absolutely no sense. It didn't connect. It didn't connect to uh, to the Jurassic World trilogy at all. All it did was when you... like it gave them a convenient time to to uh, have both worlds collide. Basically, it didn't really. When you have when you watch a movie. When you watch a movie, don't don't you want to get pulled in right away? Sure. Don't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> and like like with Top Gun, when you see Top Gun Maverick, don't you want to see Tom Cruise? Don't you want to get pulled in? But when we saw Jurassic Park, what did we see at the start? A bunch of crap. That's a shame. That's well, thanks for letting me know. We don't have to go to see it. <laughs> well, uh, that's where you missed my joke, Jim. I was saying, yeah, he did do crap on the movie because he did literal crap on the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, did, didn't didn't you think that, Steve, when you watch it? Weren't you like, what the hell am I watching? Wow. Yeah, I was, I was just very disappointed. I was, I was just very disappointed the fact that they brought back the original, the original three, and I mean, let's face it, uh, you know, uh, Jeff Goldblum isn't really struggling for a paycheck, but uh, Sam Neill and Laura Dern, you know, obviously uh, are for the most part, but it, I would have expected them to at least. You know, at, at least honor the original three. Like maybe the original three serve as mentors or something to Chris Pratt and 
and uh, what's her name, Bryce Dallas Howard for whatever yeah. problem they may be facing. Yeah, for whatever problem they may be facing in this third film, I was expecting that, oh, the trio would be brought in to provide assistance. Not See, this I, entire I, you know, separate... I'm, I'm not a writer. I'm not a writer. I don't, you know. But I would have thought if they were going to go, they were going to do this with original three, and then, um, of course, the two stars from the most recent seasons, they would have come up with something where um, the two current stars got in a whole lot of trouble, and we bring in the three original stars to save the day. Exactly. Yeah, it had exactly. promise, that's, but it didn't deliver. That's a shame. I mean, that's just the way I would have wrote it if I was going to write it. Uh-huh. But instead, they had to find some way to... The problem is they wanted to introduce, They wanted to have the characters in the film so that it wouldn't feel like they were glorified cameos. And I think that uh, if they had done it that way... It probably would have made them made, made the characters look like they were glorified cameos. Well, it shouldn't have been cameos. It should have been full-fledged roles. Absolutely. And that's why. I would even. Why we I, were, Steve, I would even. Steve, I would even. Um, incorporated. The guy that played Newman on Seinfeld from the early well, Jurassic movies into having well, they a big role. Did. No, the, no, there's no way that he could have because he's dead. <laughs> but they did kind of. Uh, the main bad guy of the film, uh, Dodgson, who is played by a different, uh, he's played by a different actor. Uh, for various reasons. Uh, Nedry is kind of referenced a little bit in the film. Uh, and even, as a matter of fact, the Barbasol can that, uh, that what's-his-name was carrying was the same exact can that Nedry used to, st- to try and steal all of the dinosaur embryos from the very first film. Yeah. So there were little, but the, the 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 main thing is is that it they they still wanted the film to be more of Jurassic World as a, and I really think if if anything they really wrote themselves into a corner when they made it to where the dinosaurs integrated themselves with with everyday life. You know that. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't think I don't was, think that's going to be very believable with uh, with uh, viewers. That's where they wrote themselves into a corner. So, for them to to do for them to write the the story for the third film the way they did it, it's almost like they were kind of forced to do it because, okay, you know, at this point, we can't really do the. Uh, we can't really do the going on to another island uh, thing again, which, I mean, to be perfectly honest, they kind of did that anyway. Uh, but it was it was like, 
we got with the uh, with the background the background of all of the original three. We gotta make we gotta give them some sort of storyline that would justify them returning, even if it doesn't mean that uh, you know that it, even if it doesn't make sense with the main story that we're looking at with Chris Pratt's character and Bryce Dallas Howard's character. Yeah, well, I I liked. Uh... I mean, this will probably tell you how bad I disliked it. I liked uh, King Kong versus Godzilla a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. So, I I, I mean, like I said, we we, we didn't even watch, watch all it. We turned it off. It was so boring. The mistake of actually paying to see it at the movie theater. Do what? I actually went to the movie theater and saw it. Oh. Uh, we we watched we watched it we watched it online and I think we may have watched thirty five or forty minutes and we turned it off because. It was one of the rare movies that we watch where neither parent and none of the kids were into it. So we turned it off. That's bad. There's usually somebody out of our group that likes it. Nobody did. Nobody did. But Everyone wanted to watch Top Gun Maverick again because it was so good. (laughs) Yeah, at our local theater, we had five theaters or five screens, and it was like either Jurassic World or uh, Top Gun. Those were the only two movies playing. Oh, Top Gun Maverick. You know, I had told you that... Top Gun Maverick you. was great. Okay, whatever. whatever. Uh, go ahead, Melissa. No, that's okay. No, I was going to say that when I was telling you about my brother being in Top Gun, Top Gun was actually filled on the U.S. filmed mostly on the USS Ranger. Oh, and, wow. And the very end when... They were fighting the MIGs. They had a, they showed a guy standing there bringing the big eyes up to his face to look out, and that was my brother. Oh, that is awesome, Melissa. How cool. How cool. He he was the um, signalman on on the USS Rangers. So, yep. You know, the the thing about that movie, they could wait another three, four, five years, and they could do another one with Tom Cruise being, you know, the, the teacher and maybe bringing back somebody from this this season or a couple of guys from this season being the stars. 
I mean, yeah. they could still do that. Here's another uh, tidbit. Um, one of the Star Trek movies, I can't even remember now which one, or maybe there was more than one, was also filmed on the USS Ranger. They keep saying that it was on the Enterprise, but the, it wasn't. The Ranger was a lot cleaner. <laughs> Apparently, the Ranger was just a lot cleaner than the Enterprise, is what they said. So hmm. they called it the USS Enterprise, but it was actually filmed on the Ranger. And my brother got to watch a lot of it. Yeah. That's a lot cool. of it being filmed. Cool. Yep. I was on the set one. I was on the set one time of a Tom Cruise movie that they filmed in Memphis called The Firm. I love that movie. I have yet uh, to we, see that one. We, uh, Melissa, we actually, we we actually catered that movie with you know sending Ooh. food. Um, that's so that's awesome. why I got to go out there and have access to to watch and stuff. Tell you tell you a story about Tom Cruise. Um, me and Christopher's mom, my first wife, we were at an Italian restaurant eating in Memphis while they were filming. And, you know, of course, I had been over there, and, of course, he saw me, he knew I was. But he had some people in this Italian restaurant at, the name of the restaurant was John Grassani's. Really good Italian food. So we're in there eating, and there was a table in there of a lot of old Miss students from Oxford, Mississippi, that's only like 50 miles away from Memphis. And uh, so, you know, we're, we're eating, we're watching everything, and... We see Big John, you know, Big John Grassani, the guy that owns the place, come out to Cruz's table, and he's telling him he's going to comp the table. You know, they're, they're going to eat for free. And Tom Cruise points over at all those college kids from Ole Miss, and he says, do me a favor. I'll pay for my table. Go comp their table. Take care of them. Oh, that's nice. So that's oh. that's how that's how Tom Cruise was. Is hmm. real quick. We got about a little less than two minutes, maybe before we uh, before we get cut off by Block Talk. One one other one other set I was on in Memphis. Uh, well, no, there were two more, but. The one I'm going to bring up, Melissa, was a Tom Hanks movie where uh, Castaway, where he gets cast away out. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, with with Tim's Wilson volleyball, because they yeah. filmed a lot yeah. of it at, in Memphis um, on the streets and at FedEx. And a, a little story quickly about him before we go off. We were out there watching them filming one night on a, a, a small street, probably about midnight, and they had water coming down for rain. And when they finished the scene, 
I can't remember what the girl's name was, but she was on a very popular TV show, too. Helen Hines? Huh? Helen Hines? Yes, yes, Helen Hunt. She wouldn't speak to nobody. Tom Tom Hanks stayed around and signed autographs and spoke to everybody out there. Mm-hmm. So, just... Teresa, I hope kids. everything's okay with your husband. I just want to quickly...